The Knot is where you'll find vendors for every wedding. Floral to fawn over. Cakes you almost don't want to cut. Oh, it looks so good. DJs to drop it to. Venues worthy of your grid. Photographers that make every hour golden hour. Really, vendors for any vibe. With the help of fresh reviews and a few useful filters, you can find your vendors faster than you can say, I do. The Knot Vendor Marketplace. Find vendors for every wedding at thenot.com slash audio. If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. So, okay, you want to know what, what happened to me in Puerto Rico? Okay. We stay at this hotel, and we start to slowly realize that, like, a huge percentage of the people who are, like, hanging out by the pool and stuff do not stay at the hotel. They're paying, like, a fee to be able to use the premises, but they live in the area, and they're mostly people who work in tech and, and software and whatnot, and they chose at some point, primarily during the pandemic, to move out there to basically save money on their taxes slash create this like environment for their kids to be free and to be able to play with all these other kids and everything like that. And once we start talking to people, they're basically trying to like convert us into moving to Puerto Rico. Mm. And I'm not gonna lie, it sounded pretty pretty tempting. It sounded pretty good. That's how they get you. Wait, so they, they don't live in Puerto Rico? They do. They live now. A, a mile or two it, away it, because, it, like, it. the actual premises of this shit is mm. like extremely expensive. The the actual first person who who started telling us this stuff was this girl that we're having a conversation with. This girl has ten million followers on Instagram and literally lives in like a ten million dollar house mm. in Puerto Rico and just to save money, she goes back to Miami every single weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, to get fucked up, and then flies back, recovers in Puerto Rico for the rest of the week. And then she goes back again on the weekend, gets loaded, comes right back. Is she going to die soon? So how does... She <laughs> told me she pays 4% yeah. taxes. Yeah, yeah, that's 4%. Crazy. She'll be dead soon. But so wait, so she... <laughs> she <laughs> that's not a life that ends well. But so she... Um, what does she do? She, she doesn't even do like actual porn. Yeah. She's just taking right, nudie photos. Okay. Oh. Sexy yeah. photos on It's big fans. business. I, uh, yeah. Not I, even getting drilled. Yeah. It's wrong. Does she well, do skits? Uh, pro- maybe for promotion, but not that I saw her Instagram feed. Very clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. Ha- yeah, well, dude, there's enough people out there that'll pay for anything. Honestly, I mean, apparently she's found her. That's great. Niche, great. Her house you know is what? So Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. What about yeah. the Wi-Fi in Puerto Rico? I've heard it's problematic. The couple of YouTube videos that I watched about why you should or should not move to Puerto Rico for a tax haven status. Uh-huh. Wi-Fi, very, very big one that was emphasized. Really? That's going to be a problem the for Wi-Fi you, is rough. I know. I was thinking that. It is? That's funny. I didn't it, know that. It's like yeah, in the, I guess in the, f- the Caribbean Sea, dude. Now, I'm talking to taxi drivers. They're telling me that there's like a lot of traffic jams. Yeah. Shit gets yeah, shut yeah, down. Yeah. Big power blackouts. All kinds of stuff like that. All right. Well, the no problem Wi-Fi with all there. those places. I'm oh, sorry to interrupt, Chris. Uh, the problem with all those places, too, is that if the, like, the, ca- the cab drivers and the hot dog vendors, if they get sick of it, enough like if enough jake pauls and 10 million dollar instagram girls come in there's going to be a snap where they'll charge the mansions with machetes that is possible there's a movement there called go home gringo right Ooh, that's the name they came yeah up that, with. They, yeah it's not you got to get there now or never mm. it's not this is not 
because you, you will go on vacation here and it's good and it's nice. And when you get yeah. this is a good vacation. The, the, the idea of a good vacation is you leave the vacation and you think, man, we should move there. But mm. you don't. Right. That means you had a good time. Mm. Right. Any any other thing, the vacation wasn't worth it. As I was telling my girl, I was like, if we're still thinking that this seems like a valid idea in mm. six months, mm. then maybe uh-huh. it has some legs. Right. But right now, we're just kind of intoxicated by the fact. And think about it. Our mm. lifestyle there, we're staying at this hotel. The fucking beach is like directly outside of our, <clears throat> our bungalow, whatever the hell this thing's right. called. If we actually move there, we're not going to be living no, quite so you the in the best lap of luxury yeah, yeah. of what it is. And in six months, if you still want to go there, but that woman will be dead and you'll be like, no, we, <laughs> not, never mind. I, you know, good thing we didn't go. Let me, yeah. let me ask you this, Adam. The guy who founded the movement, Go Home Gringo. Mm-hmm. Probably the, such a fat, sweaty f- not, Can't you just picture him? You yeah. might be being racist right now. We're yes. not sure. No, I had to hold back a lot right there. If, if the three of us moved to Puerto Rico, which one of us do you think he would hate the most? I could really see me and you going head to head. Yeah. Or you, but you're like a prank guy. But no, but (laughs) just looking, it depends on how many, honestly, it depends on how many people are with tattoos over there. I didn't spend enough time in the like city to really see what was going on out there. But I have a friend named Orlando who's an A&R who used to sign shitloads of rappers. He signed some of the biggest rappers. Now he spends tons of time in Puerto Rico and primarily is focused on these Latin artists Mm. because Bad Bunny being yeah. from there yeah. has completely like distorted the entire marketplace. I had multiple cab drivers brag to me about how they had previously done security for Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. Like he's the only thing to talk about out there. It's got to be like mm-hmm. Drake in Canada, but way worse. Yeah, 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 this yeah. big, yeah. <laughs> and it managed to you know birth like the biggest superstar right now. Even mm-hmm. though I am completely naive to whatever his contribution yeah. is. You, you, yeah, if never listened. I was up up until maybe a few months ago. If Bad Bunny walked into the room I was in and said, "Hey, who am I?" I wouldn't know. Did I say Bad Baby? No, Bad Bunny. I think you said Bunny. Okay, good. Did I say Bad Baby? No, I think I was. I was saying <laughs> maybe I did. I think I think we're needlessly stressing over this. <laughs> Is Bad Baby the one from Doctor Phil? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Wait. So okay. So yeah. Well then. All right. Well then you had a good vacation and I don't. I don't. Yeah. I didn't. I don't know much about Bad Bunny except for now I know what he looks like because he did Saturday Night Live. I think. And he's fucking one of the Kardashians, I believe. Oh, really? Rob or who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember honestly, but he's banging one of them. Really? Yeah. Is Rob? Rob's deceased, isn't he? Is no, he? I was. Oh, DMing isn't him, he the father? DMing him the other day. Oh. He said he's down to come on the podcast. Is it Robert Kardashian, the attorney for the OJ trial? Oh, but isn't there a younger one named? Yeah, there's a younger. I don't Okay, okay, I don't okay know. we'll specify, Chris, because it could I be just say, I knew, It was funny because it was a guy. But, like, I, I think this is the thing. I think that just based off looks, if you go into the go home pop, what is it, gringo? Go home gringo. Pop, gringo pop, I was going to say. Is your face is very fresh face. I feel like immediately they hate him. I think so. Mm. Yeah, he has, the, but look, he has like a techno mullet as well <laughs> which i that pisses me off yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw because okay i've always had this haircut since i've known you i know but You've it's been just pissed by my well, hair you're, you're growing into it or out of it maybe i don't know there's just an irreverence to your haircut mm-hmm. there's just like you know you know andrew schultz when he has the fucking zzz, yeah it's just something about it kind of pisses you off sure but it doesn't like it looks a little fascist to me which i kind of with but mm. yours is kind of non-binary mm. you two also have tattoos so the go home gringo guy might think you're like construction workers well that's what i'm saying depending that's why i asked about the tattoos because it could be get these guys with fucking tattoos out of here or 
oh, these guys got something about them. Maybe they're good for the economy in a weird way. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. No, I have the title for this episode, Go Home, Gringo Poppy. Oh. <laughs> we get the comedy fans. We get the white nationalists. <laughs> <laughs> like, gringo? Who are you calling a gringo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I am, first of all, honored to have Dalia here, comedy legend. I've been talking about it for a long time. One Thank of my you. favorites. A sincere, sincere fan. Thanks. I discovered recently, though, that Chris and I go back... Well, I did. This is my first time meeting him. I thought so. I didn't know we went back at all. Apparently, we go back to two thousand eight. Can we? That is wild. Yeah, you mentioned this before, but I don't know what's coming. So what? Can we bring up one of these photos, and we're just going to go through the slideshow here? See, I have no idea where this is going either. This is exciting. Yeah, get ready to see some. It... Oh, really? It's going to be on the screen, but it's it's not there yet. You're going to pull up. Delia's dick. Oh, there we go. We no, I, I, I will say I've never, I've never taken a pic. I have taken a picture of my dick, and I, I sent it to uh, the people I've sent it to are Brian Callen. So that's actually Brian Callen. I've sent it. To I my would dick. send Brian Callen my. Yeah, I probably would too. No, no, I'm. You don't have one for sure. You don't have a dick pic of me. There's no way. What is? This? No, I definitely don't. Okay, so at? this. This right is, here. by the way, so far this is the worst shot I've ever seen in my life. All right. Anything. Well, but explain. I. This is. I want to see if. Chris remembers this because okay. Uriah Faber is a guy that we know in common. UFC Hall of Famer. Yeah, I know you're right. MMA legend. Yeah. This was an attempted pilot. Yes. It was a show covering Dude, life on the fighter block. do you... How are you involved with this? How do you know about this? This is a part of my life I forget. And then when I think of I go, oh yeah, I fucking did that. Okay, go ahead. You were doing a pilot with Uriah Faber. Not, I was producing it. So, do you want to explain? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll go back and forth. Yeah, 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 this yeah. is a group okay. effort. So, Uriah Faber owned four houses in Sacramento. Yes. It was right when the UFC was starting to be cool, and all the guys who lived on the block were like the best-looking MMA fighters possible. Mm -hmm. Like, handsome guys, mm -hmm. college-educated. It was a marketable idea. I mean, it was like a... a an orgy five nights a week that probably wouldn't have played so well on television but mm. then again at the time there was the jersey shore mm, right. so chris i guess comes up there with a camera crew mm. one night when we go out to the park nightclub in downtown sacramento jesus okay i'm 18 years old wow i get in with a fake id and i'm told that chris was following me around with a camera while i drank vodka and puked and you don't even remember I don't even remember. <laughs> but Bro. you don't remember because you were so drunk? Well, let's look at some of the other photos here. Okay. Can we scroll? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, but you're not, you're not, you weren't a, you're not a fighter. What were you He's doing here? He's a blue belt. I'm a purple belt. belt. <laughs> Put some respect <laughs> no, on no, my no, waist. That's something, that's something, that's something. That's you're a blue belt, right, Chris? Yeah. So there's me and Uriah. That was oh, my wow. bed. Okay. Wow. Let's keep scrolling here. There's some more at the nightclub. This is uh, me getting humiliated by a friend. Um, so I was there this night. You were there. You were present, okay, okay, Chris. Okay. Let's keep scrolling. There's more. This is me um, looking distrustfully at a woman. Whoa, that's you. Yeah, in the middle there. Cool hair. That's me in okay, the middle. Yeah, yeah, There's me. Why are you are. There Maybe you are. There you are. doing some problematic things to a... Uh, you f*** her? No. Uh, I don't think I f*** her. This is, that's me at the beginning of the night. But the, Chris, you were probably in this house, like bobbing around. Yeah, yeah. Were you, if you were producing it, were you holding a camera? No, 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 no. You I'm, look like a biohacker. <laughs> a biohacker? Just like a very clean jawline. In 2008, like, that was kind of the look, though. Yeah. I, a cold plunge in the morning, that grounding. That, that kind of thing, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to, like, remember a memory there. I don't. <laughs> I don't, dude. How many? Also, 
How do you have these pictures? Uh, well, Chris, first of all, I wish you would have, as a producer, stepped in and intervened when yeah. people were bullying my passed out body. Yeah, That's I didn't. I, I may, I may you know, maybe I was not there. Is that you? That's me on the lawn right there. Is that a house? That's a home. Okay. So, so <laughs> a bucket. <laughs> why do you? Uh, these pictures are from. Why do you have these pictures? Because I, some lady was following us around with a camera. I, I was unconscious. But how do you dude. still have these pictures from 2008? She posted them. Her name was Tracy Lee. She ran a website called CombatLifestyle.com. Okay. Okay, okay. And I would post these like on my MySpace after, and I would Jesus. try to get I would try to get pussy with them got because it. Uriah Faber got was it, present. Got it. Got it. And I was like 18, so all the girls I grew up with like thought that was cool that I knew a UFC guy. So this was before. I think this was before I even started stand-up. Wow. Or maybe right, right at the same time. No, it was right then, yeah. Yeah, right at the same time. Two years after I started. 25 you started, roughly? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. I, this hits home for me because I remember when I got into UFC was approximately 2008, and one of the first fights that I ever witnessed at the bar was with this girl from out of town. She came. She meets up with me. We go to the, the bar. We watch the UFC fight. She's hyping up Uriah Faber, telling me all about him because I don't mm. know anything about UFC yet. I go home. I'm hooking up with her. She tells me she has genital herpes <laughs> during it. During the hooking up? During the hooking up. And then she proceeds to suck my dick mm. and goes to sleep right next to me. And I was totally... To I've never been that okay with not f***ing a girl in my life. Right, mm. right, right. Mm. That's... Uh, I don't know. Is it good to say it in the middle? I guess maybe beforehand. I mean, I would have been pretty upset if she. If you, and then you got her. As soon as I'm staring yeah. at her vagina, she's yeah. like, "I'm, I'm covered in yeah. sores. Right. Sure, don't sure. go near this." Sure. Or you go, you see it, and then once you see it, she doesn't have an outgrip, but you see, and they're like, "Oh shit, there it goes. <laughs> it's starting." Do you have herpes? And she's like, "Ah, oh, I wasn't going to maybe not tell." Yeah. And they look, like, they look like the Goombas from Mario Brothers, and they have little faces and yeah. they're talking and kind of waddling sure. around on her pubic region. Honestly, sure. you're making it sound kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting herpes. If herpes was that, there would, the commercials would be way different. But, but they so wouldn't be in a kayak. You were filming like a, a pilot or yeah, something? Yeah, it was supposed to be. We, were, we had a production company where we were going to do a bunch of reality TV. There was that and some other ones. I don't even remember what they were, uh, but that was going to be one that we were going to pitch. And, and to this day, I think about it sometimes because I do forget about it. And when I remember it, I'm like, that show would have been good. It would have been. It really would have been good. And whoever slept on that, that would have been because it was before the UFC got really mm -hmm. big. It would have been huge. And it was in 2008 where you could get away with a lot more like misogynist yeah. activities. Oh, it yeah, was yeah. so macho and like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, dude, it would be there were nights over there where somebody had found an obese Latina woman mm -hmm. off of MySpace mm -hmm. and she would come over and six Cal Poly wrestlers would be in a circle around her in a hot tub with their dicks out. Yeah, right. Oh, that sounds fun. Very 2008. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 2008, dude. That's how people did it. But it's weird. I've had a few things like this where you're working on like a pilot for some company or some shit, and you kind of like, you spend a bunch of time on it, and then when you're done, it never gets formally produced. Mm. So nobody knows about it, but you spent like weeks or months yeah, on yeah, this, yeah. and then it kind of just vanishes from yeah. your brain. We went out and tried to pitch it, and we had a, a reel together, and it just, you know. Wow. This yeah. is a little bit off topic, sort of on topic though, but Uriah Faber, you were saying that girl you hooked up with who had herpes, yeah. liked him. He is, to me, like top five all time pimps under five foot seven. 
Mm. I, I think he's like five foot five. He's very t- yeah. When I showed up, I was like, oh, I didn't know he's gonna be like. I know lightweights, obviously, but like I didn't know he was gonna be that tiny. He's tiny, tiny, but dude, charismatic, good, good looking dude. You know, if you're a short guy, he should be like your hero. He's the guy. Yeah, dude, he would like all the UFC. Oh, I don't want to talk about his business, but like I've seen him with the most beautiful six foot mm-hmm. six foot tall women in the world mm, really? routinely. Yes. Okay, so when I started podcasting, an online store was one of the furthest things from my mind. But now we're selling t-shirts, hoodies, kendamas, and more. And it's so, so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first ever real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you to sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36% better on average compared to the leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify's Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify has been with us here at No Jumper through all of our highs and lows, and it's always been able to accommodate our online sales and our need to create flexible solutions. What I love about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify actually powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. You can sign up for a $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash nojumper, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash nojumper now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's right. It's shopify.com slash nojumper. You'll be helping us out. You'll be helping yourself out. Just get involved. Thanks. If you're a tiny man, there is some status for you to have in the UFC competing in the lighter weight divisions that you might not necessarily be able to get in most walks of life. Yeah. It's perfect, dude. Yeah, I I don't know. I just wouldn't want to be short, but yeah. <laughs> is that guy okay to say? Chris, I want to throw this at you right now, too. I hear you got a big old dick. Uh, so, yeah? Okay. Who yeah. told you? I don't want to say how I heard, but I heard Chris has a big old Really? Yeah, dude. You've chosen to not make that part of your personal brand? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I don't talk about my a lot. Yeah. I, I do. That's it's, fine. It's not big, I, I, let, let others talk about Oh, you talk about yours. Got it. Mm-hmm. You should talk about mine more. I, think, I, I you know? do talk a fair um, amount about yours. No. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think you know. I know if I have a big one or not. Sure. And I can, I can tell you. Please do. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, <laughs> more, it's big. more info, yeah, yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> it, 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 it's big, but like you know, I don't. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't talk about it that you much. Not many people ask about it, honestly. How that, big is it? Most normal people wouldn't. Yeah, I'm yeah. locked in right now. This is the best part of the pod for me. I feel so like much. a lot. Uh, the average comedian doesn't have a lot to gain from the world knowing that he's well endowed in that regard. Whereas I think Drake 
probably I think he was pretty uh, all right with people finding out that he had a big ass as a rapper yeah. who's like a million girls. I, I, that I will, helps you. I will say uh, when I when Drake put his when it went out there, his I was like, oh wow, I was like, damn. And then my my wife was like, the inter- the internet's like losing their mind, and I was like, man, I wonder if I fucking showed mine on the internet. Like what? <laughs> Just set it up the same way in the mirror with it. Just not as nice of an of a room because he's obviously that room is a hundred million dollars. But like just kind of <laughs> whipping it around. But I think yeah yeah no mine's mine's good. I good. I'm 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 healthy there for I think, sure. I think you're a little healthy, more than healthy, Christopher. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never <laughs> got like, really not trying to let it go. It's like I've, you have a beautiful schlong. Yeah yeah yeah. I've never gotten like. Whoa! Really? You know, yeah. I don't think so. So that's my theory is that because I, I've had phases in my life where I was like out there on the pussy getting trail, but I feel like that would be a lot harder for me to let go if I had a big dick. just based on that first moment where mm. the girl catches a glimpse of it the in the candlelight. Mm, just yeah. when you get that, oh my god, that's really big. I feel like that would be addicting. Yeah, hold on. I got to text my friends. Like, boom, she said, oh, my God. Yes. But like, I feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't. Wait, okay, so if you're with a chick and she takes off, her, you know, big boobs is the thing, right? So if you take off your uh, her top and then she's got big tits, you're, you're, you, do you go, whoa, big tits? I think no, I think no Chris. You? Yeah, no, you, exactly. But you do when it's a big cock, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. So so you think women do that when it's a big I wouldn't know from firsthand experience, <laughs> but I, I want you to tell me that that's the case to affirm my I, I, fantasies. I, 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 I don't, I mean, there was, I, all I remember was there was this one woman where I was like, we were, we were, we were hooking up and totally cool. She was really sweet. And, uh, and she went to, you know, we, we got naked and she was like, and I was like, you want to have sex? And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. Um, Okay, then that's all good. And she was like, "Yeah, well, uh, it, I, I, I'm like intimidated." It was like an open conversation. I was like, "Okay, well, then sure. we won't do it." And then, um, and then she was like, afterwards, she was like, "I didn't do it because, like, I think it was, I think it was big." And I was like, "I don't know." And I yeah. was like, and I laughed, and I was like, "Are you? You don't?" I was like, "You don't have to do that." Like, say, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, I didn't have sex with you because your penis is too big." Like, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. And she was like, I, she was trying to sell it. I still think she was lying. I think she, she just didn't like me. Right. You know, because it's not like that. It's not like if I take it out, it's like, whoa, at least to me. I don't know, but that's mine. Right. <laughs> but I mean, that's the f- up thing about our dicks is mm-hmm. that women don't really have almost any information to go on about how big your dick is going to be mm-hmm. until there's no cleavage. It comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no big dick boobs. cleavage. Yeah. Which there should be really no tight jeans. If, on there, if there was a woman that we all knew who worked here and she kept her fucking boobs, like, mm-hmm. it would be almost impossible no, for her yeah. to hide her uh-uh, big boobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could walk backwards, but yeah, no, you'd know. I wish women had some way of announcing whether or not they were a size queen. Mm. That chick who turned down Crystalia because his penis was too big. That's what she said. I need to encounter a woman like that mm. because, like, one of my biggest fears. I'm a guy who's average. I'm probably fine, but you guys, we, you're fine, bro. You're tall. I'm sure you it's haven't fine. seen my cock. I'm sure it's good, dude. It's not. You, bad. You looks like you have an all right cock. Let me tell you something. All so right. I, I do porn. Yeah. So that's my excuse for this podcast being uh. so shamelessly sex oriented. But <laughs> sorry. A lot of times when I interview male porn stars, mm. they make it very, very clear. That they don't do it or they don't like doing it when it comes to double penetration, meaning 
two penises in the same yeah. vagina or oh, ass. This, okay. He's the only guy who's a non-porn performer I've ever met uh-huh. who has told me about how he has done double vaginal with a woman in his own private life. Off camera. <laughs> That's wild. Right? Why are we not open with that? Well, so, uh, so, and 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 I always I, I've thought about this before. So that's to me. If you were to ask me, I would say there are there are guys that would say, "Yo, th- you're a gay man," <laughs> <laughs> including a lot of male porn stars. Sure, sure. Think that it's a little, yeah. it's a little too uh, zesty. No, guys would say, "Oh, well, that that's interesting. I didn't know you're homosexual, and that's fine." But I I don't think that that's I don't think that that's necessarily gay. I actually don't think it's gay because it really depends on what your focus is on. If your focus is on the woman and you're not really focused on the guy's penis, then you're a straight guy. But if you're like, yeah, and then secretly you're like, also, like, I'm rubbing up against a dick. Okay. You're homosexual, you know what I mean? So, like, really, it could go either way. I think Chris's serious opinion on my double vaginal Mm, mm, mm. was that I'm a gay guy. Mm. And then he said a bunch of other stuff to make me feel less uh, bad about myself. No, I wouldn't say you're a gay guy for that. I really wouldn't. You wouldn't, Chris? No, I genuinely wouldn't wouldn't say that. Would you imply it? No, I don't think you're a gay guy. Would you hint at it? No, I'm saying (laughs) in a funny way, people would say, like, oh, that's homosexual. I think those people are wrong. I don't think you're gay. Yeah, yeah. Did why even bring it up, Chris? I, I, I'm sorry I brought it up. I'm sorry I brought up your double penetration. Everybody's thinking it. Everybody's yeah, yeah. thinking it at home that I'm a no, gay guy. No, I I think that you're just you know some guys are just like fuck it, I party, you know, and yeah. it's not necessarily. I gay. think that's where he was at. Yeah. I think he was thinking of it from like a Ben Margera, Johnny Knoxville mm, lens yeah. of mm. like, look how crazy I am. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. play the jackass music and then just let's do this, bro. I, I think uh, putting your dick in a girl's vagina with your friends is like the sex equivalent of putting your friend in a shopping cart and then pushing him really <laughs> fast into a curb and he goes flying and you film it on your VX and got you, it, you put got it on. It, got it. You know, yeah. So, all right. Also, it. did you, why, also here, why did you do that? I think this. So, when you're, before you're 14 years old, you're into skateboarding. You're into TPing houses. But then, like, there comes an age, maybe sophomore year of high school, mm. where you go to your first house party, mm. you take your first shot with a cheerleader, mm. and maybe she lets you put a finger in, and from then on, like, that is the focus of your life. Okay. And every weekend, for me at least in high school, Chris doesn't drink, but I know you are on board with this. You're, the focus of your life is just how much further can I push this partying and sex thing? I think double vaginal was the end of the line. Mm. It was the final boss. And once I had accomplished that, it was when I was 27. It was. It was my Bowser. And then, <laughs> like, from then on, like, I think I've I've settled down a lot. All I right. Think, I think. And that was, tw- you were 27? 27, yeah. That's a good double vag age. Is it? That's yeah. when Kurt Cobain died, dude. Uh, yeah, Tupac, Kurt Cobain. There's a bunch Jimi of Hendrix. Cobain. Oh, the 27 Club. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, I, I, most I, of them haven't done double vaginal. No, no. They, yeah, <laughs> they were great if they did with their Kurt Cobain and Tupac double vaginal. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what made him die, honestly. So like, no. But here's the thing about the double. The, here's here's the worst thing because you know this has happened. So a straight guy and a straight guy want to have sex with a woman, okay? And the woman, everybody, everybody's straight. Everybody's straight, okay? I, we were both straight, Chris. You're straight. That's what I'm saying. You're you straight. You're, you are straight. The Thank dude you. is straight, still straight probably, and the woman is straight, okay? <laughs> you have sex with kind of 
her, but also you're touching him too. You don't, right? But so later on, whatever it is, seven days later, you get herpes. You get it from him. Oh. Now, no matter what anyone says, you're gay. Yeah. It doesn't matter how. Good you luck are. explaining yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. county yeah. jail how well, you got herpes from your homeboy. Yeah. But that you're not gay. Yeah. The thing is, is I got it from, but I'm straight. But I got it from a guy. But let me explain. That does not work. Uh, you're gay. I think Chris just checkmated me with that yeah. logic. So, so you, so no if you didn't get herpes from that, you still have a fighting chance. I wore a condom. Gay. I wore a condom. Oh, that's crazier now, than now anything we've said so far. Even crazier, yeah. yeah. Being safe, thinking about safety in that moment is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I won't, I won't. If you're reckless, you're reckless. But you put on a condom. And did he have a condom on? No, he was rod eyeing it. <laughs> and he had to buy. So you didn't trust him, but he, you didn't trust him. I didn't trust the woman. Okay. I didn't trust the woman. You wearing the condom makes it a lot less gay. My mind might oh, have actually just changed. Yeah, yeah, because you know? it's not technically touching it. Yeah, yeah. but your balls mashed up. 100%. Your balls oh, yeah. mashed up. Uh, hey, like 30% of my friction was derived from his penis. Oh, yeah. That's undeniable. That's a wild one, yeah. And he's got a bigger c than me, so it was like, um, it sort of looked like the space shuttle blasting off with the booster and the little <laughs> yeah, ones yeah, on top yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think funny. you get more sexual pleasure from the bottom of your where there's that like tube that goes along the bottom. That's not science. The top is like less feeling, right? Oh, I see. What <laughs> so you're the tube on the bottom oh, yeah, totally. is that's the real like source of pleasure. So right? now it's tilting back yeah. toward I'm gay. I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm like, glad well, you're here, bro. The part <laughs> that feels good <laughs> is the other guy's dick. I'm glad I did this double vaginal just because of the amount of like podcast mileage I've gotten. Out well, of it. it's cool that you are cool with admitting it and just saying it. This is why this is what makes me think you're not gay. He came right. in here one time with a whole folder full of photos of him doing the the DV and whatnot. Yeah. What's with the, you having photos for everything? I like to keep them. That's fucking <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I like memories, Chris. This guy's got photos from 2008. Okay, can I can I tell my old Chris okay. Delia story? Okay. Yeah. The year was 2012. Okay. I'm living in Long Beach. Okay. There's a girl. She's. I don't want to give like too much descriptive information because yeah. I don't want you know to keep this vague. Yeah. But she was like pretty hot. Okay. She's got like a hundred thousand followers, which at that time is a big Ooh. deal, right? Right. 2012. I'm hanging out with her and banging her. I go to I go thank you. I go to her house one night. We're kicking it on the couch, we're smoking weed, we're watching TV, whatever. Crystalia comes on the TV. She feels the need to tell me, yeah, I've had sex with him. Mm. She she's bragging in my presence wow. about having had sex with him. I'm nobody at the time. Crystalia is already famous. And I it didn't like bother me, bother me, but it definitely like set it in stone for me for a moment there of like, oh, this bitch is hot. She's Guys, oh, really? with That's money hilarious. and fame yeah. that and I guys. don't have, and I don't know if up till that point in my life I had ever fucked a girl who even had like enough status to have had sex with a successful comedian. Mm -hmm. Because prior to that, I'm kind of like new on the West Coast at this point, mm -hmm. so like celebrities kind of hard to come by when you're living in New Hampshire. But mm. but 2012 was Chris that big back then? I was I was already on TV and stuff. Yeah, I had two specials, maybe or one, one or two specials. Damn, you so. got good fast, dude. Uh, Sorry, for. Take away from the sex story. <laughs> it happened quick, yeah, but no, but that's hilarious. But now, I would argue, bro, you're that guy. <laughs> yeah, you're that guy. You're that guy. I don't know. I just like, I, I've always kind of kept that memory in my mind that's because funny. I remember in that moment, even though I did not have any sort of like claim to her vagina yeah. at yeah. all, she could be the biggest fucking whore in the world. Doesn't matter. I still would have fucked her. 
the fact that I knew that in that moment made me feel like I at least had a a chance in life. Yes, that's hilarious. You were on his level. Well, you know, for what? that moment, I'm for glad that I could provide that for you. That 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 you know, um, confidence boost. Confidence boost. But guess. even like a girl who lives in Long Beach, yeah, and a famous comedian who performs in Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, I know Long Beach is like 35 minutes on the highway away from us right now, <laughs> but it's like, you know, Long Beach is like Wisconsin yeah, compared yeah, to yeah, LA yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I mean. To her, it felt like it was probably like a pretty big deal at oh, the I time see. as well. Yeah, yeah. Like she was stoked on herself. I mean, Chris is a good-looking guy. I'm all right, bro. It's it go, <laughs> the looks. They go downhill. You know, it's like I try to work out. I try to keep it cool, but it's like you know, you see some angles sometimes, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna be the old guy now, I guess. You know, you, you you're not. Well, you were the same age. Forty. Huh? Oh, you're forty. Okay, I'm forty-three. Okay, and you're. I'm thirty-four. Okay. No. See, you've got a lot of vitality left in you. Yeah, and also, we don't have. It's been. Only seven years since you did the double penetration. <laughs> so, you start aging yeah. fast after DP, though, Chris. <laughs> it has that effect, yeah. It's like losing a child. Oh, oh man. It just takes the soul out of you. I did, Chris. Maybe, like, my obsession with big cocks. It's like losing a child. My obsession with big cocks, that same guy, I double fuck. He had, like, a big cock, which is not a great guy to, like, choose as your, like, well, double uh, thing partner. for it feels better for you, probably. Fuck you, <laughs> Fuck you. Let's see what Dave's doing. <laughs> what if he had flipped the script on you partway through? With the guy I was oh, double yeah, teaming yeah. with? It turned out it was yeah. a different kind of threesome, and he just shoved his dick in your yeah. mouth. Would you have killed the whole vibe and just been like, no? Or would you have rolled with it and been like, as nah, long as best, I'm doing this, I'll suck a little dick too. The best part would be if that guy came out of the closet during it. And <laughs> like you, you, you were you were having sex. You know, he was under her, she was on top of her. You're over her, and then he just goes like this. He goes like this. Hey, bro, I'm gay. That that would be. Then that dude is my hero. Mm. Guess what? I'm gay. You f***ed a gay guy. Uh, I've I love Delia, dude. But uh, <laughs> Delia is one of the goat podcasters. I've been saying that forever, dude. Thank I, you. You're, he's the best, dude. I, I like to be silly and have a good time. I don't he's know, the best, dude. Put on Chris Delia podcast highlights if you just want to have a great afternoon or listen to his, his one man podcast. It's great. But I, that guy and I in San Francisco once, this chick that I kind of liked, mm-hmm. her and I were hooking up in a hotel room in the Marina District, which okay. is like the degenerate get pussy part of San Francisco. And. I'm hooking up with her. Him and I already have this relationship of like sharing chicks all the time. And against my better judgment, I kind of like invite him in on it because he's perked up like a dog watching us from the other bed. Clearly mm-hmm. wants a piece. Mm-hmm. But I like this girl. She was like half Japanese. My Chris fucking raises an eyebrow. <laughs> I might have its own. I do. Half Japanese is like mm, that's that's um, that's like Calum. Kryptonite. What's caviar? Kryptonite. It's my it's kryptonite caviar. Got it, got it, got it. God damn, you have Japanese girls. Yeah, Weezer, as uh, Rivers Cuomo said. Yeah. But um, very problematic song I've heard. Oh, probably they've tried to change the script about that song. There are a couple, wow. and then uh, across now. across the sea, that that one's got like there's a yeah. Rivers Cuomo put out a very uh, semi or a very autobiographical album. We're I'm totally on the other side of things <laughs> with that. For the record, I really like that he was like confessing to yeah. being a little odd. It's dope. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the song, but yeah. I, 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 I might know the song, but I don't know the story. Pinkerton. Yeah. You're not indie rock enough, bro. Yeah, no, greatest not. album of all time. I'm so, definitely not. So, Chris, this might be part of my like my self consciousness with mm. my penis, but I'm because I'm having sex with her, and, mm. like it's going fine but mm. she's not making a lot of noises or anything he comes over and she's like a whore i found out so she's just immediately down to have sex with him too mm. he puts it in 
and she immediately turns into a performer on Plug Talk. That's wow. amazing. So you are like, what the fuck? Dude. Do I not lay it down? Uh, like, I was pretty drunk at the time, Chris, and okay, just thank God. Uh, immediately sobered up, and it felt like ice was spreading through my insides. Just, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> not a peep when I was in there. And this is the big guy. The guy I, I share women with. Okay, well, I mean, <laughs> he's it, married now. That might be why. Because <laughs> no, that might be why. Because he's got a big dick, and maybe she was. That's crazy. But it though. was pleasurable, though. It but was, it's not like it's like six feet bigger. It's like that's that's a crazy reaction. Yeah, difference. And I don't think women marry men for like their big. No, for they the most don't. Part. But I'm saying, but why did she? Maybe she just wanted to impress that guy, and not you. That's a possibility. I, I don't mean to break it to you. But like maybe that, but. it just really felt a lot better than yours. Yeah, true. Sometimes maybe. See, he was like offhandedly calling <laughs> yeah. me gay. And now you're implying that I have a tiny you cock. Don't, that you don't feel good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just think that like. Even in guys. A, a lot of adult stars that I've had conversations with have revealed to me that their preferred penis size in terms of a, a long-term mm -hmm. sexual thing would be not the 13 inches. I could imagine that that's true. And and then but then as a man, if you're with someone who is like, "Oh good, I'm with you now. It's 6 inches. I've been with the guys with 13. I'm glad that you're not like that." The guy's like, "Oh, yeah. It, it, that's it, oh, You're just trying to make me feel don't better. Don't tell me that. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. think I would kill for a double yeah, the size yeah, of my yeah. own right now? Yeah. Like the average guy is not going to really believe what they're saying. But I think you would ask. I think you would. I think you would because I think most women, even size queens, I think that they wouldn't want to be with somebody who's that big all the time. I, it's I don't inconvenient. Know. Yeah, for the average woman. So like slash painful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they might let out a yelp. And maybe especially the novelty of it in that yeah, moment, yeah, yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, appealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But from what I could tell, the average that they would prefer were probably more in the six and seven inch region. Adam would fucking know, too, because I think Lena could tell you firsthand, like what, you know, a giant black feels like. No, yeah, we've had that conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she came back to me and doesn't seem like she's dude, dying for still a big holding black it down. Dick. Yeah, still holding it down. <laughs> Normal size. <laughs> what do you think about that, Chris? I Check think it out. would be. I think it would be really impressive if a woman could close her eyes and tell the color of a dick. <laughs> I think that'd be really just because of like, oh, that's a black one. You know what I mean? Black ones have a little curve at the end. I feel like. No, I don't. I think that's generalized. I think you're racist. Yeah, <laughs> a curve. I mean, there's all kinds of curves, but yeah. some of the guys who have those curves, I think it's because they're using the weird penis pump stretching technology. Oh wait, I heard. I was listening to you guys on the way over here. You know, I was doing my research, and um, and I was, uh, you were talking about a penis pump, uh -huh. and uh, the more plates, more dates guy uses it or yeah. something? He owns like 14 of them. And I, if you go back, there's an old video that he made sort of reviewing them He's and telling really you what the best ones are. Yeah, penis pumps primarily, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I've, I've never used one. Uh, no, oh, really? I have one in my house now that yeah, someone yeah, yeah. gave me as a joke, and I still haven't really been able to bring myself to try it out. 
I guess I would try it. I just never have. Yeah. Once you have it, it's still like a lot of commitment to actually like unbox it and take it out. And there's a valve. Yeah. And squeeze. And are you supposed to and... do it before sex? And then it's like you're like Dr. Octopus beforehand. And it's just like not sexy. And you're like, I think that it can give you <laughs> some, on, some temporary. It'll give you like a temporary yeah, yeah, increase yeah, yeah. in size. Yeah, but yeah. also if you do it over the long term, yeah. it'll give you a permanent increase in size. Really? I believe. Yes. I don't. I. I that was what I'm sure that's what they claim. And I wonder if that's true. I, 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 you know, I need to talk to my doctor about this, but yeah. Yeah. That's you're already battling your physical fitness regimen. I don't think you need to add another one of those in with your penis. You know, I'm having one of those days right now where I, I did legs this morning. Oh yeah. So oh, like, nice. oh, I'm doing really hurts. I'm kind of limping around yeah. and stuff, you know? So like, that's always like a fun day, right? When your legs really hurt mm -hmm. and you're sort of hobbling around and nobody around you knows yeah. that you're but suffering. You do, like, so you, getting old. you announce it to yeah, them yeah, yeah, over yeah. and over like, God, yeah. Did squats today. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. legs. Yeah. Because nothing's more endearing than a guy talking about f***ing leg day. Yeah. I, I just, like it. I don't want to go through anything without sharing it with mm. the people around me. Anything sure. I'm going through, if I got a little bit of stomach acid, reflux, whatever it's called, people. I'm going to announce it to the world. Oh, really? Yeah. Everyone needs to know. That's good. My, uh, I, I'm doing leg day later, so do we you, both have the same leg day. So, Chris, do you live like West Hollywood Hills? Where do you live? <sighs> In the hills. Just dox yourself. Do you have a home gym? Yeah. <laughs> Just give us your address. I, uh, I do, but I don't. No, I don't have a. Technically, I don't have a home gym. Equinox guy? Uh, yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah. I have. Uh, I'm building a house, though. I'll have a gym in that house. Uh, and I have a. Uh, uh, yeah, and I go to the gym. I like to go to the gym, though, because, like, it's like I don't do anything else, really. I, 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 I do the road. I do shows and I go to the gym and that's really it. Now that I'm, I have two kids and I'm like, I just, I like being home with them, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I like going to the gym. It, I like going to Equinox too. I, I, I don't have my own membership, but the guy I double vaginal to chick with incidentally, yeah. he lets me use his Equinox Where membership. Where is he at? This Can is, we get him it, on it, here one And day? also it's getting gayer that you share a membership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that we like go in together. We bought a house hands. together. Do you have the same like thumbprint when you go in? <laughs> it's the dick. We get the couple's discount. No, is there a um, thumbprint? Did I guess that correctly? I did, I've no. never been thumbprinted. No, there. no, no. There's no thumbprint. Um, but yeah, I... Yeah, it's I just like it. it's the cleanest gym. So it's the cleanest gym. It's nice. Yeah. The Century City one is my favorite. Oh, really? Look at, yeah. I don't know no. if I've been there. It's got a nice view of the uh, oh, Bel Air. Yeah, Beverly yeah, Hills yeah, yeah, area. yeah, yeah. Because the one in Hollywood, yeah. like there's a couple of them where there's no view. Like well, I yeah. need a view yeah. off my treadmill. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or a TV right in front of it. I prefer the view. These hotel gyms are bullshit, though, man. I had I was trying to get on the treadmill the other day. The TV was behind and I was like, this is bullshit. And that's not that interesting, but at least it's short. It's behind you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a brief anecdote. Yeah, that, yeah. That's but, a, okay, do you feel like being in Equinox actually, like, hypes you up to work out? Or does it kind of make you just want to get the fuck out of there, like, more quickly? Because now I work out in my, my gym that I built inside my garage. It's kind of simple. Right. But it gets the job done. So I'm, like, very out of touch with what it would be like to have to go work out around people. I haven't it, done that in a long it's time. It's a little annoying when people, because people will come up to you. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, what's up? It, that's a little annoying. But at gyms, like, Equinox, it doesn't really happen that much. Yeah. So, so because everyone thinks that they're famous. So you, it, it's nice. I like to zone out. I don't listen to music. I just zone out. I'm, it's the only time where I'm not thinking of anything. Hmm. Yeah, so, and I think that if I were by myself doing it, Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. 
more than just melatonin. Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas Podcast today. I would get distracted more. You work out with a partner? No. Oh. Uh, I got a buddy you can work out with. <laughs> I'd love to meet him. I'd love to meet him. <laughs> Don't introduce him to your wife, Chris. So he wouldn't come on this podcast, though. He probably would, dude. He's remarkably loose-lipped because he's like a really successful real estate developer. He actually met your dad recently. What? Oh, my God. Really? Yes. What? Yeah, like he's got a he's a Persian Jew who's Where like is your dad? really well bred. My dad lives in Santa Clarita, okay. and he occasionally will meet people through playing golf that know me, okay. and then okay. he'll report back to me that he met some guy who owns like a burger truck, and that he knows yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. He met me one time at something, right, 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 or, right. or like, or or they just know about me because right. my dad literally anyone he meets, he will say. You ever watch Adam oh, 22? Hilarious. No jumper. He asks everyone. So he'll come back to me with all these little anecdotes about different people he met that know who I am. It's kind of weird. That is something a proud parent does. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, my dad's proud, too, of my YouTube channel. He's really? like he's like a very conservative, like, white Aww. judge guy. And uh, he's in his 70s, too. Like, I think all of our dads are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, like, will secretly just sit down and enjoy the filth every Monday. When That's really work. awesome. Really? Yeah. I love that shit. It's nice, huh? Yeah. It's nice that we all got to a point where, because there was a time when my dad was like, what are you doing well, here, what, daddy? Well, what the mm-hmm. f*** is YouTube, even? Like, mm-hmm. in 2006, when it came out, it was like, what? Yeah. This is not a job, mm-hmm. but it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad... Uh, I still don't know if he's ever like watched a YouTube video mm. in his life. If he has, he hasn't yeah. mentioned it to me. But yeah. the other day, I was scrolling through my subscription feed, and he saw that my uh, my compadre DJ Vlad had just interviewed Pete Rose, the oh, baseball wow. player, who is like eight hundred years That's old. Crazy, yeah. And my dad sees it as I'm scrolling through, and he goes, "Huh, Pete Rose, huh?" And I'm just like, "Yeah, this is my friend. He interviews people, and they put the clips on YouTube." You could go watch these interview clips with Pete Rose. He's like, huh, maybe I will. So that's him getting one step closer because I'm pretty wow. sure he's never watched a moment of my that's podcast. pretty wild that YouTube is so big, but 70-year-olds are like, because yeah. my dad is into it. My dad and my mom, she's on Facebook, I think, and she texts me all the time. Moms like, love Facebook. Yeah, well, mom, well, what the fuck else are they going to do? You know, they're just chilling. But yeah, yeah. My dad's favorite, he watches my YouTube videos and then footage from the Ukrainian front. Really? That's a that? crazy algorithm. That's his algo. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. That's his algo. He tried to watch our podcast once, but I think I like gave you Lena's fleshlight and we were like playing around with it or like fingering it or something. And he kind of tuned out of that mm-hmm. button. Well, more. if he doesn't like that, then. Yeah, I mean, we've pretty clearly alienated the percentage of the audience who doesn't want to hear us talk about sex nonstop. Like those people have already written their comments of like, I am disgusted by the mm-hmm. fact that you guys were talking about double vaginal mm-hmm. for a large percentage of this podcast. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a decent percentage of people who don't like that kind of stuff. Which yeah, but they gay. secretly like it. Mm-hmm. Y- you know what I mean? Yeah. It's at least, it's at least interesting to them. 
Because mm-hmm. like if they don't do it and they're appalled and they've never done it, it's still oh wait people do that. Mm-hmm. The f- those people they, they don't know they don't know they 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 don't they're not being real. Yeah, it's worse than being a transphobe or a homophobe to be someone who's not into double vaginal. To me personally, a trans is a fading issue. Now it's about double vag rights. I mean, look. <laughs> There's another good episode title. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But you've done it? Double vag? Yeah. No. No. Got it. So you need to hold maybe. Well, I can tell you like an incident that I had recently, though, that really made me question myself. So we do these orgies as part of my porn related business plug talk. And, uh, you know, you'll walk into the orgy, be joining into it. And there's eight nine ten people all in different positions doing what, different what's the stuff. ratio like right on the middle it's usually more girls it'll be like six girls and like four dudes and so there's a girl and she's like standing she's on her knees just like this and there's a guy under her eating her and i walk up and i start getting head from her she's mm-hmm. giving me head i see she's giving good head sloppy Spit flowing. Oh, it's gonna go. On. I watch a, gonna go on. A, a daub, <laughs> a daub of the spit exits her mouth, drips from her mouth, and lands on this fucking guy's face. Oh, yeah. White or black guy? Black. That'll influence how he takes that. Mm. I'm gonna be honest. He didn't flinch. He, well, yeah, he was probably very involved in what he was doing. And it makes you wonder in that moment: Are you just a consummate professional? Or you're a little light in the loafers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because if you ignore it, there's an argument that he was so into what he was doing here that he's just a heterosexual guy. But there's also an argument that he ignored it because he's secretly gay. Mm. Are you polite or are you gay? Mm. Right, right, right. right. I Another title for this polite. And, and if you're too polite, you're gay. <laughs> you, you know mean? Sean Evans? Oh, I was going to ask you about this. Bro, I was It wasn't ask, him. He's not the one no, who no, took no. the, the come to his I face. I know, but but I, I see this online. <laughs> I follow you. You're like, this is the guy that I'm doing a podcast no, with No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of you, dude. I mean, we've talked in the in the past and all that shit. And I've also done hot ones. So, right. so I see this thing uh, yesterday, I think, mm-hmm. that you tweet... Um, uh, her pussy's fire. Congrats, Sean. Yeah. Her pussy is right. fire. Fire emoji. Okay, so I I look at this, and I've seen a lot of shit. I go, whoa, right? Mm. <laughs> what what do do they know? We and now my mind is like, do they know each other? Do they do they have a beef, or is this all WWE? I, then, <laughs> then today I see yes. you post a thing on Instagram about him. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to ask him about this. Right. And I'm so glad you brought it up because we were. So, okay. I'm at the porn convention like a month ago. Yeah. And this girl, Melissa Stratton, I've filmed porn right. with her and my wife like at least three times. Okay. So I've already got this whole thing going on with her yeah. or whatever. And I don't want to reveal the exact details of her relationship, but I've always known her to be someone who had a guy in her life. She's doing porn anyway. Yeah. She's got a guy right. who's holding her down to okay. some extent, whatever. During the Super Bowl weekend, mm-hmm. I'm in Puerto Rico with my girl. She says to me at one point, she says, have you seen Melissa's story? And I'm like, no, what? She's like, she's hanging out with Sean Evans, like hardcore. She's like tagging him. She's in the section at the club with him. She's really kicking it with him. Right. I don't know if they're dating right. or what, but she also, my girl also pointed out, she looks at Sean's story He's not posting her. He's not tagging her, okay. which 
as the guy who has like the largest show to have emerged from complex and you know someone who interviews all these like extremely extremely famous people or whatever you know him being seen with a porn star is a little bit of a interesting look. I see. Okay, sure. Yeah. When, okay. You know, he just had fucking Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, on. yeah. He's yeah, got yeah. all true, like true, the true. top top stars. Mm. To that kind of person, being seen as dating a porn star uh, is, you know, it's, it's it. a little, it's a little interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, it comes out, you know, two days ago, like you said, or, or one day ago, it comes out like TMZ posts, like, oh, they are dating. Right. They said, hey, they are dating, and right. I'm like, in my head me knowing her to have a dude, I'm thinking, no, they're fucking not. I don't believe it at all. I think they were just kicking it. They were probably fucking, because from what I know, the situation that she's in allows her to be fucking with other guys. Right. But in terms of like a serious long-term relationship, from my perspective, no. So you're saying she already has a guy? From what I know. From what you understand, okay. And uh, so... I actually message her mm-hmm. because it, as soon as I see this post about them being in a relationship, mm-hmm. I think to myself, oh, my God, this is so good. All I got to do is quote tweet this and say, congrats, Sean. Her pussy is fire. Mm-hmm. That, I knew immediately mm-hmm. that I wanted to say that. But being that I'm in the porn business with my wife and my wife has a sense of humor that is like normal, mm-hmm. like rational, normal human being. Right. I think. I don't want to piss my girl off. So I message Melissa and I say, hey, do you care if I do this quote tweet? Because I think it'll be really funny, yeah. even though it's a little offensive. She goes, oh, my God, I love it. That's fucking hilarious. Doesn't reveal whether she's actually in a relationship with him or not, but tells me that she thinks it would be fucking funny. So I, I post it. It goes crazy. People freaking the fuck out and about you, the you fact check that with I said your girl, too, right? I mentioned it to her. Okay, got it. But ultimately, I knew that she would be cool with it got if it. Melissa was cool with it. Okay. Then I wake up today and I see that they've apparently split if they ever were together right okay so that's the thing i didn't get so you all right so you didn't know so they were together you in it, in my mind there was this. no chance that they are actually it, with each it. other in any kind of romantic it, sense it, yes it, maybe okay, they cool. kicked it got for it. super bowl weekend right, right, but right. in my mind there's no fucking way okay all right okay so you post this then it becomes more viral and then they break up i guess if they were actually so ever you together yes i to, it is possible that this is all WWE, right? And right, that right. Sean Evans and her have had a conversation about this, and they knew that this was going to be presented as if they were right. dating. I don't know. Maybe they actually were dating, though. Like right. maybe the terms of whatever relationship she's in allow for her to have full-on relationships with right. other guys. I don't know because every different porn couple has totally different rules. So what about how that you don't you know Sean? I know Sean kind of. because probably seven years ago. He was like, hey, I'm in town. What do you got going on? And I said, oh, yeah, you want to do something? Let's go get dinner or whatever. So I go out to dinner with him for like an hour. Never shot my shot about being on Hot Ones and never tried to have him on here. I probably should have back then. But I spent like an hour having a conversation. Okay. So and so no. So you don't. So you didn't say, hey, I'm going to write this to him. I did not tell him. Got it. Got it. Got it. And and he didn't respond. Right. No, he has been totally He's, silent yeah. on all of it, which is not that surprising to me because yeah, I if, would think he wouldn't. If you're someone in that yeah, position, yeah, in that world, being yeah. in a relationship with any kind of porn star, I've seen it over and over and over. Right. It just instantly becomes so controversial. Everybody wants to fucking talk about it. Everybody is so fascinated by the idea of a guy being willing to date a porn oh, star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could tell you from my experience exactly what Sean was in for if this was in fact a real relationship right. and if they did in fact have it for a long uh-huh. period of time mm-hmm. and not one day.
Mm-hmm. Is there a chance I haven't seen these photos? Is there a chance that he didn't want them out in the first place and that she just released them for her if own personal ta- gain? If she was po- posting them, yeah, well, she maybe. was posting them like crazy on her story and well, tagging them. Knew. And then meanwhile, he wasn't doing anything like that. He yeah. wasn't tagging her at all. Yeah, that would be um, depending on your brand. That could be annoying. I mean, I wouldn't give a fuck if you're Sean Evans. You've got great shit, tons of money-making opportunities going on with all this. But yeah. meanwhile, the world doesn't really know that much about you, right, on average. Right, I, I assume right, he's right. probably done podcasts where you could learn mm. more about him. But mm. from my perspective, he's kind of got the sweet spot as an entertainer where he's got a whole good thing going on. He's making a bunch of money. He's got all these different partnerships, whatever. But meanwhile, the world, it's its not dependent on your image. Yeah, him. Sure. All he has to do is just keep his image kind of cool and keep getting these mass packing interviews. Yeah, good position to be yeah. in. As soon as you start dating a porn star, it's too yeah. stressful. Though. The, the waters get a little muddy. It's yeah. too stressful. You gotta it, like, so, like, just, like if I think if I think the best if I think the best like the the ultimate version of that is like The Rock. You look at The Rock. Right. He's you. I mean, if he says I'm going to vote for this president, half of the people are like, well, fuck enough with The Rock anymore. Like mm. that is the that's my nightmare mm. to like, like I, I have podcasts. I go out, I do my thing. I do stand up. I talk about shit, you know, like it's my nightmare to be seen as somebody who is not opinionated and like the rock. Everything is, Oh, you know, everyone's great and this and that. And it's like, I hate that shit. Like this way. I like, I'm shocked that like late night shows still exist. Like, like they sit on the couch, like, no, I know, but they're they're there. Like Elijah Wood is going to go on Stephen Colbert mm-hmm. and talk about Jennifer Garner, mm-hmm. and people, and you know it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know Elijah could be. Like, She's amazing. They could fucking hate each other, mm-hmm. and you could be like, "It was amazing. I'm so glad to have that opportunity." Mm-hmm. And there's this. There's podcasts mm-hmm. where people are like, "I I'm I'm not gay, but I put my dick <laughs> with another dude." And- the chick like you're gonna you're gonna watch jimmy kimmel right it's it it blows my mind yeah who's watching it like your dad okay i get it dad's okay right but people who have been indoctrinated into this yeah. over the years, i never even really got going with watching the like late night hosts because yeah. Realistically, I became 18 in like 2002. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I could already go online. Yeah. I could already learn about yeah. different bands Crazy and graffiti and PMX and skateboard, all this stuff that I was really into. I didn't have to go full monoculture with it and just tap into the most basic. Right. Ba- it's the same thing of like why I, I find SNL so difficult to stomach. Yeah. It's just to me, it's like this is for everybody. There's nothing right. specific about my life experience contained within this right so to me it is extremely boring no offense yeah no no offense but it's just like it it also it, it got so big it can't do what it used to do it right. used to make fun of stuff and now it just with everything the way it is it can't do that mm. it can't do that the the only the only time i would sit for a late night show would be if the host is somebody like conan o'brien who's so Amazing, exceptionally yeah. talented yeah. he will make elijah wood's interview yes like probably more funny than 99% of the podcast conan was great but also that still was how many years ago like now it's a couple now yeah you, you, there won't be a Conan O'Brien. Yeah. There so, won't be, because there can't be. Yeah. Conan O'Brien had been doing it since whenever. Yeah. Since the, the, the old guard, the old time. But like, well, like just, it can't be like that anymore. Yeah. Well, they it can't the, be like that anymore. Robert Smigel, Louis C.K. on the writing staff. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. Like those were powerhouses. Yeah. But now, like watching Seth Meyers do Trump jokes, I, I'm completely. And I love, look, I love Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers is a nice fucking dude. He's super cool. I've done his show. But it's just I was like just saying I, a generic name. I, Nothing against I, Seth. I, but, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. But um, I just. Um, I don't get it. It's also so skewed 
politically one way, it's like, I can't mm. watch it. Yeah. I, I, I like, I, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. When I when you are in Los Angeles and you see a comedian get up there and he's doing material on why people who didn't get vaxxed are boneheads, dude. It's it's not even that like I'm super anti-vax. No, it's just same. Like, I don't like that you're taking for granted that everybody has the same political it's opinion so in this room. Annoying, dude. Mm-hmm. And anybody who spends twenty or thirty minutes on Twitter every day knows that there is a massive conflict between right, two right, sides. Right, right, right. And to anyone who's like going to be doing their content based on the assumption that you don't know that Mm -hmm. that you're just going along with whatever else everybody's on board with that to me is the part that's going to make that sort of shit bro when i was when i was in 29 whenever trump 2020 i guess when he was uh elected i people were like man it's going to be in la like it's going to be awesome because hillary clinton's going to be the president Mm -hmm. right and i would do the road (laughs) and i would see people Mm -hmm. and i would and i was like in the back of my head i was like Dude, I don't know if she's going to be president, Mm -hmm. but L.A. is so insular and that little bubble where it's like you don't they don't even know what the actual world thinks Mm -hmm. like and Trump won. Mm -hmm. And and I was like, yeah, I thought maybe he might, you know, Mm -hmm. and he did. And it's just wild. People straight up don't they straight up don't believe the media and they shouldn't also because here's the deal. We know we all know the media lies. We all know that. I think if you ask anybody that's with it, they know that. But you still pick and choose what you believe from the media, which is dangerous because you got CNN saying one thing and then you got Fox News saying another thing. And then you have the Internet, which are filled with people who actually tell the truth and then also lunatics. Right. (laughs) So, you don't you got to sift all this information. So for me, I'm just like, you know what? I give up and I just, as long as I can be happy with my kids, f*** it. Uh-huh. Because I don't know. They were like, you know, the government is lying to you. I go, uh-huh. yeah. And they've probably been lying to us ever since I was born. Mm-hmm. I don't have a f***ing clue. Mm-hmm. Whoever's president is lying to us and I'm just going to be with my kids. Because the whole media did an incredible job throughout Trump's uh, initial run at scaring the f- yeah. out of the people that the world was never going to be the same if yep. this guy was put in office yep. and then throughout the entirety of his presidency same thing they're trying to yep. scare us and, and convince us that everything was was all f***ed up mm-hmm. yeah. I don't think that they can really do that they anymore they can't do it anymore they're still attempting to because there's yeah. way more shit to latch on to if you want to paint the picture of Trump being yeah. a bad guy but none of it hits at all anymore and even somebody like me who's always voted Democrat I don't even feel like any sort of sense of urgency to get involved in the conversation or to push my audience one way or the other. Like, Same, exactly. I, I just don't, I, I feel like realistically throughout the entirety of, of the next presidential race, I'll probably just mostly fall back and not really be dying to have conversations about it on camera because it just kind of feels like we already did this. I already yeah. had plenty mm-hmm. of Trump conversations a couple mm-hmm. years back. Yeah, I just like love it how like people are like, you know, in just anything that happens. We have a fan base or whatever, like, you know, or a following, whatever you want to say. Like people are just like, hey, this happened. You got to speak on this. And it's like, bro, I, dude, me, <laughs> I don't know shit. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be silly. So listen to this and I'm going to talk about pants for an hour because I don't want to talk about this bullshit. Yeah. Which is what we were talking earlier before Adam got here. You and yeah, I. Chris, I just, I love Chris's comedy so much. I want to ask you about your subject matter a little bit, but like one of the what, things I love about What Chris, kind of pants are those? These are uh, Lululemons. Oh, okay. 
I have a, lump, a bunch of pants like that too, but I, I, I always stop myself from wearing them to work. But I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, they're they're like the best pants on earth. They're nice. Little you don't wear them nice. to work though. Yeah, there's a lot of like fashion statements being made around this office. I notice. Yeah. You want the new hire is a nice choice, by the Skunk way. Skunk guy. Yeah, he's got a stripe on his head. Oh, <laughs> he's, oh yeah. He's he's pretty hip, dude. I like him. I like him. <laughs> but him, yeah. so Chris, like, what I love about you is a lot of people think comedy is it's all about what is being said. Mm. It's like setup punchline. Like, I took my father out for mm-hmm. for Father's Day. Mm. Yeah, I used a nine millimeter. Like, that's right, what right, a lot right. of people's <laughs> right. idea of comedy yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, my favorite jokes are when, like, a facial expression is the punchline. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the joke, the idea can be conveyed in, like, three words. Yeah. And I feel like you're a master of that. You're oh. like a baseball player who has five tools or whatever. Thanks, like, dude. It's, like, everything. You're I, I like to perform, yeah. I yeah. think that there's this notion that, like, like when here's, here's something that people say to me, and they think they're, uh, it's a dig, and I take it as a compliment. I, 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 this is a compliment. This is always a compliment when people say this and haters say this to me. They say, where's the punchline? Dude, that to me is, yeah. okay, you don't get m- my style. Mm-hmm. That's to me, punchlines mm-hmm. are corny. Yeah. Like I, I, just to me, it's not my style. Mm-hmm. There are people who are very good at it. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Dangerfield's amazing. I yes. love watching him, but like Anthony Jeselnik, but like, yeah, like but like, I'm not that guy. Yes. I don't want to be that guy. Yes. I don't secretly want to be that guy. Uh-huh. I want to be on stage and I want to have a good time and make people laugh. And if that style speaks to you, good. But like, if you, I, I might, I mean, I don't have punchlines. Mm-hmm. I don't like punchlines. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't find them f- interesting or funny. To, they're not funny. It, I, I see the work that goes into them and it's like, takes the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't like it. Yeah. I tell stories and I go up and I make fun of people and, and that's it. Yeah, I got my cancellation for being fat phobic back in 2021. I went on a rant, Chris, on a podcast about how the only useful part of a fat woman is the top half because it has big titties. Wow. And like, I, it got graphic. I was talking about a samurai cutting right. him in half. Okay. And, and you got all his shows canceled for a period of time really? because he said that he wanted to chop obese women in half, right? Yeah. Really? <laughs> It was rough, but it's it, obviously you were joking. It was obviously comedy in exactly. context, insanely obvious. But right. this, but this is what the point I want to get at. This guy who I don't want to talk shit, but right. he's, he's one of those YouTubers who makes his living off criticizing people who create content right, like okay. out in the world and okay. are taking a chance and sharing their opinion. A lot of those. He, but like his entire argument was based on the fact that because there wasn't a setup in a punchline, what I was doing was not comedy oh, and therefore I was serious. Okay. And therefore I wanted to kill women and I should be kicked off YouTube. Mm, and okay. yeah, I, I uh, completely agree. Like there are so many ways to be funny. You can smash a watermelon with a mallet. Yeah. You can make a silly noise. Like, I, uh, that's why I love watching and like even just podcasting with Chris here because you're, you're so fluid. Like you're so, Thanks, bro. yeah, I don't know. I just can, it, that's what I prefer to do. It's more fun for me. Like I, that's my family. I grew up like that. And like, we all make fun of each other and shit. It's just good like that. What's your favorite club in LA? I've been doing the laugh factory a lot. Uh, I like them. I like the improv. I did them the other night. Um, uh, before COVID, uh, comedy store was, I mean, man, those lineups were crazy. It was like, it was, I, you know, in, in 2019, I was like, man, this is, this is amazing. I, I, I wonder, I gotta, I can't take this for granted. Cause like, this isn't going to be like this all the time. Mm. COVID happened. Yeah. Everybody moved. 
and it's just not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it. it uh, All the comedians moved away. Yeah, I mean, every, so many are in Austin now. Yeah, I went to. I went like backstage at the Comedy Store a couple times during the. Mm-hmm. 2018-ish era, mm-hmm. and it was fucking ridiculous. And I remember thinking, like, it can't just always be like yeah, this, right? Yeah, we were right there, too. We were like, yeah. we would talk to each other, and we're like, this isn't going to be forever. It's going to pop. It, it was like, what, Burr, it was Rogan? Burr, Rogan, Sebastian, me, Segura, Jesselnik. I mean, this was uh, one night. This yeah. is in one night for $20. Yes. It's like, you go see any of us it's on the amazing. road. It's 40 50 whatever. So it's like... Yeah, it was, it, and then the pop in would be like Chris Rock. It is it, 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 fucking nuts. Bro. Yes, nuts. It's it's still pretty great. Like I was just at the comedy store to see uh, Trevor Wallace and uh-huh, John, yeah. my buddy Shout Johnny Mitchell, and uh, yeah, like Jessel next walk by, yeah, walks yeah, yeah, by yeah. Eric Griffin, a buddy of yeah, yours, yeah. He's a fucking Hilarious. murderer. Like yeah, I mean Theo Vaughn dropping in, of course, and yeah. that's a great lineup. You know, all those guys. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it became so, everyone thought that living here was what you had to do. Mm. And you just don't, dude. Like, you don't. You can live wherever the fuck you want. I think Matt Reif is going to move to Ohio. It's like, dude, it's like you don't have to live here. Why do the three of us, it seems like the three of us love L.A., though. And I, like, I really love yeah. L.A. So, like, why is it that we are staying? I used to love L.A. Now I love Puerto Rico. You're a Puerto Rican guy. I, 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 L.A., I would go to bat for L.A., man. People would be like, why are you living in L.A.? I'm like, dude, the weather alone is fucking awesome. And then COVID so much of it up. And... um it's, it, you know, I talk about it with my wife. I'm like, should we, should we stay here? Should we, but my, my parents are here. And so we'll stay here for mm-hmm. a bit. We're building a house here and it's just, um, but the taxes and the fucking, you know, it's wild. Especially when you're making a lot of money. It's like, oh, I got to give this much to the, it's wild. That's what one of the guys poolside in Puerto Rico told me is mm-hmm. he goes for me and my wife moving here. Basically, it's like us getting paid a million dollars a year yeah. mm-hmm. to move here and hang out in the sun all day. Yeah. So he didn't have to exactly go into how much money he makes, but right. doing the math in my head, I'm like, oh, well, that means that you and your wife combined are making multiple millions of dollars yeah. sure. a year. And if you don't have a really good reason to be living here, given that there's plenty of reasons to not live here, like the crime and the traffic and the whatever. Yeah. yeah but I, also, you don't have to go to Puerto Rico. You go like Rogan moved to uh, Texas. Yeah. And what did he say? Tens, well, I don't know, how, millions and millions of dollars yeah. because of a Spotify deal. And, and you, for you down in Puerto Rico, they're not even subject to federal taxes. Is that what you were saying? This girl told me that she's paying 4% a year. That seems like it might be illegal. I don't know. I hope she's got a good accountant. Hey, she's getting away with it. You want to know something funny? So yeah. I'm working out this morning. And um, there's a, a porn star, a male porn star named Alex Legend, who I've become friends with. And he okay. comes through and works out with me. What do you think about garage. that name, Chris? Alex Legend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not his real name. He's either as far a porn as star or a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he better have a fucking giant. So I like this guy because he's a metalhead. So okay. he comes through, works out with me. And he also. Where are you working out? In the garage. At his garage. Yeah, yeah. So oh, he, listen. He comes through and he, he puts on his I didn't death know Alex metal Legend hung out at his house and we dude. work out right and so we're kind of talking me my personal trainer and him about what we're doing for the day and i say i'm actually interviewing chris delia today uh-huh. he goes ah oh, f- chris delia and i'm like well and i'm not even gonna try to imitate his french uh-huh. accent uh-huh. but he told me that 10 years ago <laughs> chris delia shamed him at a comedy club during a performance because he was wearing a scarf 
Oh, really? I stand by that, dude. This is Alex Legend? Yeah. Yeah, I stand by that. Don't wear a scarf at a comedy club? First of all, it's not cold in there. Second of all, you're at a comedy club. You're going to get flamed for that. That's hilarious. And I told him, I'm like, you know, like, there's a thing called crowd work. They're just like, with people in the crowd, I'm sure he was totally fine. He's like, yes, but he did not even give me a chance to respond. <laughs> I, and I'm like, that's how it's supposed to go. Like, if you want to be heard, you've got to fucking yell at the top of your that's lungs hilarious. to compete with the guy with the mic. That's right? funny. Yeah, no, I, that that's funny. You know, though, there is a thing, though, that people think like a lot of times, like I posted a clip on my Instagram the other day. This dude was laughing at, it was a big show in Phoenix. This dude would laugh at quiet moments. He would just go, ha, ha. Right, <laughs> just to be a dick, right? So, so I there was one part where I said it's on my Instagram. If you go look at it on my Instagram, it's it's a few down. But I said uh, I, I was talking about this thing where I, I I I was like I cried for four days, and he just goes ha ha about me crying for four yeah, days. Yeah. So I was like, All right, I'm gonna talk to this mother. So I start talking to him, and I said, and he's got a cowboy hat. I start making fun of him. I mean, I I everyone was. He, he, he was, I obliterated him. Okay. Like it just like, it was bad news for the guy, but like, but all in all in all in fun. And also I don't really care that much. Just don't interrupt for all the people. Like yes. I want people to enjoy the show. So the security goes over and they're like, Hey, uh, you got to go. And I was like, no, no, look, let him stay. I don't want him, you know, it's all good. We're good. You just don't really understand. Maybe you're drunk and like it's affecting the show and I love you, buddy. Just stay, you know, people don't understand that that's, most of the time, that's the attitude. People think, I posted the clip online. Of course, I posted it without me saying like, no, let him stay, keep it. People are like, wow, what a fucking asshole. He's laughing at you. Mm. And how insecure are you that he laughed at the wrong parts mm. and you try to kick him out, you're fragile. And it's like, first of all, it, it, none of it is that big of a deal. Yeah. Second of all, he was. you don't understand, he was doing the sarcastic laughing at the fucking quiet moments ruining yes. the show. And it's all good. But people are like, it's just wild how they see something and yeah. then turn it into, you know. They're the same people who are upset there were no punchlines in the act. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's people like, you're lucky you don't fucking do that to me. Dude, come to my show. Come to my show and do that. Come on. I want you to come. You don't understand. Like, I, I need these people. You need to fall on your face dude you, you, what are you gonna do yeah wait afterwards and fight no you're not gonna do that you're also probably not gonna say anything in the show yeah these people oh man if he did that to me come yeah come it takes balls to heckle not as much as it takes to get on stage but it's still it like does it take takes balls something to heckle. it does take balls to heckle and 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 and, and it's what's missed is the like i you know a lot of the time I'll be like, okay, yo, what's up? like, I'll hear it like piping up in the back and I'll be like, all right, what's up, bro? Go ahead. Say whatever it is you want to say. Silence. And I'm like, I'm giving you an opportunity. You you were being annoying. Now I'm giving you an opportunity to say something. I've done this a few times. Silence. I say, you're a fucking pussy. I was like, that's what a pussy does. That's what a pussy does. Now, now when it's okay to talk, you're not doing it. And back then, you, it's like, this is a pussy, everyone. <laughs> like, just so dick. But, okay, do you think that the proliferation and the popularity of the crowd work clips has kind of, like, changed the dynamic where 
you know, like it feels like I that stuff so. is so much more viral than bit, normal yeah. material it is, of course, yes. that it kind of changes like the audience's relationship with the comedian. Uh, it yeah. does, yeah. And crowd work, people. Some people think that, like, well, you know, when you get like, you know, Matt Rife made it made it kind of very omnipresent, and and um. This episode is brought to you by Vonage, with Vonage Video API. Your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my Taste Buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. I think there are people, especially because he's got a younger audience that will see that and think, oh, I, I don't know any comedians, I, but this guy is funny and this is, this is what they do. So now they might expect that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I will say, though, that, like, it's funny that this crowd work thing is like a big thing now because any good comedian has it kind of in their arsenal. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny that people think it's like this fantastic Making good materials way, 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 way yes. harder mm. than doing passable crowd work. Way harder. Because it's such a one-sided battle. Yeah. Because, like, okay, even you ever see, like, on a— I've on, lost a crowd work battle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Horribly. You ever see on the news or, like, on, like, a political debate type show, and you'll have, like, a big dude with, like, a loud voice, and he's arguing with yeah. a woman? Yeah, like, yeah, with yeah. A low voice yeah, yeah, in comparison yeah. and it's just like this is incredibly one-sided right, like right, she has right. no chance of really coming out on top here or, and meanwhile you have the famous guy on stage with a mic yeah. versus some random yeah. dude in the yes. crowd they've really got their back against the wall it's like an automatic w for the guy on stage unless you really f yeah, it up yeah, right it, it, pretty much yeah pretty much yeah they say I, never give the mic to the guy because then you're, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just you're putting them you, on there on you your probably still win but it's you know because you do this for a living but yeah yeah but did you see um, the David Lucas yeah, uh, I did. controversy I that. that's I watched been going that last on? night? Yeah, I fucking love David Lucas, by the way. And, um, yeah. uh, Can somebody fill me in on this a little bit for the audience and for Danny? It's basically he's on stage, he starts cracking some George Floyd jokes, mm -hmm. and you know, kind of saying like uh, one of the bars that he dropped was like, "If it was me, I, I would have never knelt on his neck like that. If it was me, I would have shot him." Right. You know, but he said it funnier than I just made it sound. You know, he's just a bunch of stuff that's kind of poking at the, the George Floyd thing. Yeah. Literally, you, you can't see the crowd, but you could see that like a lot of black people start leaving the mm -hmm. audience and a lot of them yell up at him and let him know, like, I came here for a good time. You f***ed it up. Like, they were yeah. deeply yeah. upset about the jokes that he yeah. was making about that. But, it, but the interesting thing was I'm watching this video. And I'm like, well, this is the outrage. Okay, this is I'm gonna watch this video because I'm, you know, David's my friend, and I, I was looking at it. And I, I'm watching, and, and David Lucas posted this fucking video, so I'm like, oh well, props to him. You know, he handled it actually really well, really, really well. Like, you know, when you look at the video, you're like, oh, this is gonna spin out of control, and he fucked up, but he did not fuck up. Mm. He did it. 
He did really well. He's, he's a pro, dude. That guy, like, especially when it comes to sitting in the pocket there and when things could go wrong, you could lose a crowd. Mm-hmm. He, he looked like he didn't sweat at all. I thought that I was going to click on it and that I was going to be offended because when I'm looking at the response on Twitter, there's so much anger oh, coming from different people on Twitter, on Twitter really? that I'm like, oh, like this, this sounds like it's gonna be really bad. I watched it. I didn't really think it was that out of bounds for anything it's, that no, I would expect comedy. from a he was comic. Trying to yeah, be yeah. funny. You it's know? probably not too bad for his career. I mean, like it's not. It's Tony good. Hinchcliffe had it's that thing good. going in yeah. Texas where he called the guy a, yeah. and that I feel like only made kill Tony bigger. Shane Gillis, of course, yeah. the ultimate calling success story. Yeah. Mm. Of all the people who have called somebody, a, we got to start saying it more. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's uh, it's um, yeah, it doesn't hurt. It uh, any any any. Anything helps, man. It's like, it's just, you, I mean, you know, yeah. bro, you can do crazy shit. Yeah. It only makes you bigger. That's why today I challenged Sean Evans to a fight, basically. Exactly. <laughs> Not exactly a fight, but no, I, know. I decided, you know, when I see the breakup, I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to go wrestler mode. And I'm going to tell him that he yeah. needs to apologize for breaking a porn star's heart on Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. So say Sean Evans goes like this. All right. You know what? F- it. I want to come on your podcast uh. and I want to. F- chicks on your show <laughs> that's what i told him he needed to do to make things right in the universe and and you would uh, let that you would do that if sean evans wants to make his porn debut for sure he could do yeah that. yeah I, I thought that that would be your answer that yeah. would be great yeah let's yeah. do that that's an incredible idea would he use hot sauce as lube <laughs> i think so and also ones. <laughs> i'm even thinking of shaving my head to let him know i'm serious oh wow yeah so we could both lube our dome i mean do you think he's like full-on bald or do you think that he chooses to live that life I, I can't make a call on that one. Oh, dude. I actually thought he had. I don't know much about the game. Maybe he, I actually, if I think of him, he's got a little. He's got he's got hair, but maybe not. Yeah, he's because okay, on. if you're a dude who chooses to shave your head, mm-hmm. you have two choices. You can either keep it so shaved at all times that nobody ever even really even gets understands. to glimpse yeah. where the stubble is coming up, so they can't mm-hmm. tell if you're balding mm-hmm. or not, mm-hmm. or you just kind of let it rock because you basically are going to have to shave your head almost every right. day yeah, if you so want to. Horrible. I mean, okay. He's got oh. a bit of a widow's peak going here, but he, he, it's not fully bald. It, it's honestly a good bald head. Like, I, yeah. that's, if I was balding, that is, that's the shape head I would want. It's like yeah. a Jason Statham kind of look. Yes, it is. I mean, you know, I would say for me, if I was balding, I I, I would have the worst shaped head. Like, my head is long and shit. Mm, it would yeah. be bad as we both have similar heads and faces, mm. kind of prominent noses. Yeah, we got the same face, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same face. So, I, yeah, I feel like Adam, you have like the most psychological armor when it comes to posting controversial shit, getting personal on the internet. I mean, obviously, your stunt last June or May or whatever mm-hmm. is the best example of that. But yeah, I feel like me and Chris are a little bit more like. I'm not ready to post a clip of me making a George Floyd joke and then taking all the heat from that. I don't like think I am ready to make a George Floyd joke either. I definitely don't want that smoke, but I'm also not going to like jump into the category of people that are like, oh, look at David Lucas getting yeah. some shit. Well, bro, Why don't I get in on it, this? There's two, there's I'm going to tell him he's not being the right kind of black guy. Yeah, You're yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to not make that kind of right. joke. Uh-huh. Aha! I'm not going to do that. David but, Lucas is again in Texas, the Texas-based guy. Like, he, yeah, he's in Texas and here, I think. Okay, I'm, he, I'm supposed to interview him soon. Mm, I don't oh, know cool. if you want to get down on that. Yeah, 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 he's, he's a good dude. President. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, See what his take on double vaginal is. He, he's oh, just look, his it. thing is <laughs> his thing is he and and I, I I believe this dude like you can you 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 should be able to make a joke about anything. Yeah. You should be, and it's up to the audience if it's funny or not. A lot of the time, and and if they don't think it's funny, then oh you up mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean like, bro how about like don't 
Dude, we live in a world where they get mad at the comedians for saying the things mm -hmm. that uh, that are actually being done. Mm -hmm. You don't need to hold the comedians accountable. Hold the people fucking accountable who did the shit that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's just weird, man. It's mm -hmm. weird. Because if you as an audience, if you wanted to make David Lucas have a bad night, mm -hmm. you would sit there and you would boo right. when he made the jokes that you didn't like. Right. Walking out. It doesn't really do that much. You're, right. you're now creating an audience that is going to go along with whatever jokes that you didn't <laughs> like in the first place. If you were to sit there and kind of boo and not be into it, not laugh, you'd be having more of an impact on what he's up there trying to do, right? Mm -hmm. That's true, yeah. That's true. But, but I guess if you're so offended that you can't bear to sit right, there right, and listen right. to it, mm -hmm. right. like, like what is the joke that a comedian would be able to make that would make you so uncomfortable that you wanted to walk out of there? It'd be we, tough for we me. We even have that. It'd be with, especially with my new alt right haircut. It'd be pretty tough to, get, to walk me. <laughs> He'd be the only one left. <laughs> I feel like it's a. It's just speak on it, brother. More go lesbian haircut is what I'm going with. I don't know. It's a little lesbian. Yeah, I, mean, I had when I so Chris, I've been doing stand up for a year now, which uh -huh. I know you probably secretly f***ing hate me. No, I don't. Thank I don't. You, Chris. I got to start somewhere. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm not that guy. But I'm not he's also guy. been doing it way longer than a year, and he's saying that because he feels like he's been taking it more serious for a year, no, it, right? It's, well, no, it's been about a year that oh, I've been yeah. doing stand-up. But I've, we've been doing YouTube videos out in the street. Like, that was my eating shit. And I still eat shit yeah, on yeah, stage, yeah. too, yeah, sometimes, yeah. too. But that gave me, like, a little bit of a head start in terms of comedy. Because, like, I mean, I, I mean, I've had to, like, walk into a laundromat and be funny at 9 a.m. absolutely gives you a leg up for sure. Sure. So, yeah. but like some, like I was feeling out the whole stand up thing yeah. and like for the most part, like it's, it's gone pretty smoothly, but there have been times where my crowd work is so aggressive yeah. and the set will descend into like a 10 minute shit talk battle. Right. That's like really personal mm -hmm. and and ugly mm -hmm. like that's my version of a george floyd joke though like about half my mm -hmm. set is about george floyd <laughs> but my audience is kind of you know they're trained to like that stuff Wait, is it really no oh, i don't sure have any george floyd um, you yeah but that's you figuring it out too like it depends on what you want to do and what your goal is if it's to make people laugh then you'll figure it out but you yeah. need to do those things to get to where you the part where you're doing what you want to do yeah you know I mean, I don't know. If you don't cross the line, well, how do you know where it is? Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's, it's in stand-up, there is, like, no more painful, visceral learning experience than bombing in stand-up. Yeah. It's like, I know that's what you love about stand-up. It's, like, the most immediate feedback. Yeah. It's not like, uh, you know, you send your resume out to nah. a bunch of jobs and you don't hear back. You f***ing hear back quick yeah. when you're f***ing up on stage. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, you, you don't, I always feel like you don't bomb unless you, unless it bothers you, you're bombing. Because yeah. if you see a comedian in the in the pocket, I should say even in the pocket, like in the, like if they're doing badly mm -hmm. and the crowd knows they're doing badly and they're just like, yo, it's not my night. Yeah. You don't really, you're like, oh, it's not really bombing. Mm -hmm. It gives a fuck. Yeah. But, it, but if they're like, uh, <laughs> okay. So then you're like, Oh God, this is a bomb, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Definitely. Like I, I, I've bombed and I've cared and I've bombed and I've not cared and when you don't care, people are just like, oh, he's still he's still just having a bad night. You know what I brought up? Because I did uh, the podcast with Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub mm -hmm. uh, a couple months ago. And I brought up this, oh, yeah, this right. infamous moment that I think a lot of people remember where, do you remember Brian Callen was basically saying something that was kind of presenting himself as if he was super tough and as if, yeah. if, if someone that. said that or did that to me, then I would right. go to their house and beat the shit out of him whatever. 2017, and, I listened to that episode live of The Fighter and the Kid. Okay. That. Yeah. And I... And, and Joe takes it very literally and is basically takes it as an opportunity. Yeah. And, and kind of like use it as an opportunity to tell Brent, Brian, like, 
You're not that Wait, tough. Well, I thought you, that was Brendan Schaub and Brian Callen. No, but he was there too, if I yeah, remember correctly. Was, okay. But Bro- okay, maybe, but maybe I'm miserable. Brian Callen is the one who basically is perceived as saying that he's so fucking tough that he wouldn't ever okay. let this, that, or that happen. And when I brought that up, Callen immediately gave me the context of it, which is that he was trying to make a joke. Yes. And like Joe and other people in the room didn't really get yes. that he was doing a bit. I can attest to that's probably what happened. And in that moment, it came off very different. And through this like two minute explanation of it, I was like, oh, well, that makes way more sense yeah, yeah, yeah. than the way that this moment had been presented to me mm-hmm. by, you know, YouTube commentary yeah. type channels no, or whatever, no, because dude. knowing Brian Callen or having watched him over the years, he's not out here just telling you how fucking tough he's he is all the time. It. It's, it would be kind of out of character for him to do uh-huh. a bit that was centered around, look how fucking tough yeah, I yeah, am. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, wow, I've been kind of bamboozled by yeah. the people who create narratives for TikToks and YouTube right. videos. You Dude, know? I, there is so one of these channels that's proliferating right now, and it's my least favorite genre on YouTube. It's we're going to put Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, or Andrew Scholl's face on the thumbnail. Oh, I know a few Say of these, the yeah. downfall of there's going to be an arrow <laughs> going this way, yes. and it's going to be about why they suck. Dude, it's the same people that Chris was talking about who were like, have a punchline. Mm. Like you watch, and they're like, Andrew Scholl's is losing his mind. A million views. I watch it, and and they're like, right here on the podcast, he's ignoring this guest. He's clearly a sociopath. I love that you right watched, here he talks I watched this one too the other day. Dude, and I, and I had the same exact reaction, which I was just like, no. Like, the narrative that you are painting here, no. And you might, there might be some truth to some of it. You might be, there might be some truth to, like, Andrew over laughing or, or you know, uh, Andrew being a little too aggressive with the guests or whatever. There might be some truth to that. But you are not going to fool me into thinking that probably, like, the biggest fucking comedy podcast right now is falling off. Yes. Just because you were able to isolate a couple of different moments from the podcast <laughs> that you're so convinced that it's, like, it's yeah. over. Andrew yeah. Schultz's <laughs> career is over. He's filling arenas with 20,000 people, whatever it is. His last video has got a million views on it. It's over because of these five little talking points that I've been able to assemble into a video. I exited out of that video very quickly because I was so not going for it. I I did this. I'm sorry, Chris. I I I saw one about Burt Kreischer, and I was like, I have to see if I can recreate this. I went to chat GPT and said, write a negative essay about Burt Kreischer indistinguishable really? from like 20 That's videos hilarious. on YouTube. It, it was perfect. Like I could have uploaded this with a robotic voice and it would have been the same video. Wow. Whoa. So wait, Dude. I guess my question is why do you even click on that video? Because they get so many views. Like that. So you click because you're like, oh, this has a million views. I gotta see why? Well, no, I'm a YouTuber so I like to see what's trending on YouTube right. and kind of reverse engineer it. But like that is, and I'm like me as well as Adam as I well see. as you, we've all been the target of YouTube yeah. hate campaigns sure. so like i also get like it's like looking at a car wreck for me i'm like uh, like it right, triggers me it. and i have to see what it's uh, about interesting but i maybe that's why i hate that genre so much more mm. than the average person yeah i don't click on those because uh of the same reason that i you'll click out of, i know i'll click out of them because yeah. you'll get that i think yeah i don't know i love good criticism like good music criticism you know i'm a person who i'm ashamed to admit this but i've been reading pitchfork reviews of albums for like my entire adult life i will visit the pitchfork website because i enjoy people criticizing art Mm. and there's been many times where i've clicked on one of these videos criticizing podcast hosts or whatever Uh And if I feel like they're doing a good, honest job, I mean, I love that kind of content. But as soon as it starts to feel like, okay, you're just looking for any possible way to take a really, really popular comic or rapper or whatever and put them in the thumbnail and create a narrative that is not really that tied to reality. Mm -hmm. That's when I start to be like, okay, 
this genre has really gone a little too far at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate when it gets personal too. Like, mm-hmm. like when some of them, like I remember there was something about Brandon Schaub, like, atta- like attacking him for having CTE, and I was like, dude, that's not that's different than you saying he's not a funny yeah. comic. Yeah. Which I don't. I like Brandon Schaub, but I dude, that's so yeah. personal to attack yeah. the guy's mental state. Yeah, there's yeah, there's. I mean, everybody's a real person. It's you know, but not online. You know, yeah, it doesn't seem to be like people that it's that whole thing where it's like. It's much easier to kill someone by pressing a button that you know will blow their house up than it is to fucking shoot them in the face. Sure. Mm. Because you're disconnected from it. At the same time, though, like the three of the us. The person still dies. And Burt Kreischer and Brendan Schaub. I mean, that's kind of the price we pay for living like great lives. Yeah. It's a great life. And that's that's what comes with it. That's it's true. Just, it's like the quarterback for the Patriots is going to get shit talked about. Yeah. And that's what he gets paid for. Yeah. Mm. I get. Yeah, you're right. I mean. It is weird, though. There are people that miss that somehow. They're just like, they don't get the hate. Like, you know, every now and then somebody comes along, like, I think about, you know, if you take the really famous version of it, like Keanu Reeves, like, nobody's ever said anything negative about him. You sure. know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Who's a comic? Because we also open ourselves up in a way that Keanu True. doesn't. True. Who's like a comedian that just is everybody loves uh, i'm trying to think right now. well yeah i was gonna say like sebastian but i still see people talking shit about like sebastian's really? whenever he drops yeah. a new special like oh he's gone right. downhill not the same and he's a guy who's just like universally yeah, loved and yeah, not controversial yeah. rogan obviously got all his um i'm trying to think like yeah trevor wallace has a pretty good reputation yeah he's yeah he does however he's not the level where that happens yet, I don't think. He's about he's to be there. Upcom- yeah, he's yeah, about to be yeah, there. Love Trevor Wallace. Super nice guy. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Yeah, yeah. I really and like him too. so hard. Yeah. The guy's going to be at that level for sure. I just feel like he's right under that level that gets that hate. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of like narrative building, which is what this is kind of all about, it's Agreed, like yeah. they will build Trevor Wallace up until he gets to the point that he's really fucking big, yeah. and then these different commentators will make it their mission to yeah. find mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. And as soon as there's a crack in whatever he has going, he has one bad interview with yeah. someone where they kind of clown him mm-hmm. or they give him a hard time and he ends up looking bad or you know he has a moment on stage where he looks like a fucking right, asshole. Right, right, right. And that's when they'll really start to sink their talons in. Mm-hmm. Because painting Andrew Schultz as a failure or as somebody who you know is, is, is so far gone that he's clearly falling off, I mean, <laughs> it's just so early for you to try to make yeah. that kind of... That, like, honestly, five years from now or however, there will come a day where... Andrew Schultz starts to get replaced by other comedians yeah, or other podcasters. Yeah, sustain it. That right. is fine, yeah. But these, these content creators are trying to speed run that process uh, because uh, they realize that if they're able to paint that narrative uh, a year before, two years, three years before it becomes something that other people are talking about, then uh, they'll be able to be the ones getting the clicks and the uh, views, you know, which uh, it's kind of like a sinister process. But you also have to be aware enough as a content creator to realize this is just part of it. Yeah, and it ultimately doesn't matter. Right. Like no. you know, like you 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 know, we all made it. You're all fucking. You know, you're doing your thing. It's like, I, I you do a show that has thousands of people in it. And you're like, oh, these are actually real people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, who? I don't know who. Who? Fucking, nobody makes. I don't think people do. People make the positive videos about people on YouTube. I don't think they do. Yeah, they but don't get picked up in the algorithm. You usually oh, have to like frame it in such a way that it kind of sounds negative. Yeah. Like you kind of think uh, that it's uh, going to be negative, yeah. and then you start to watch it, and then you sort of wait realize a minute, like this is too happy. Yeah, wait a minute. There's nothing negative yeah. at all being yeah, said yeah. here. Yeah, I've had yeah. that many times. Yeah. I was listening to an interview with uh, Ty Lopez. 
Mr. Here in My oh, Garage. Yeah. Yeah. And he's actually a pretty fascinating guy. But one of the things he said is that it's better to be a prince versus a king. Mm. Because when you're Donald Trump, you're getting indicted six That's ways till Sunday. Yeah. Every girl's coming after you for fucking everything. Mm-hmm. But if you are a real estate developer in New York and nobody knows his name, you're fucking crushing it. Interesting. If yeah. you're Trevor Wallace right now, he's making basically the same amount yeah. of money as the yeah. top guys. Yeah. But he do- he's not. Bert Kreischer with a face that's photoshopped to make it look like he's crying on every YouTube thumbnail. But you know, okay, you know, Bert's a king you, and Trevor's a prince. You know what I've always wondered? Why do you have McDonald's? They get supersized me. They get campaigns against them. They got mm-hmm. McDonald's gets more shit than anybody yeah, you true. could ever think of. Walmart, same thing. Mm-hmm. Why does 7 Eleven go? Oh, basically, yeah. there you go. No, nobody's writing. Hit pieces about 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. is the f***ing Keanu Reeves of... Yeah. Do you ever see those f***ing wings? <laughs> Do you ever see that bullshit. pizza? There's a lot to criticize about 7-Eleven. Now, for the, the most part... The bombs hang out there. I hate the bombs. And you know what? You, know what? you, know what you look at that pizza and the hot dog, and you, you see that in 7-Eleven, you go like this. Whoa. It's a little bit like Keanu, dude. <laughs> like Bill and Ted, you know? Yeah, Whoa. yeah. I don't know, but you want to know what, too? Is that McDonald's and Walmart are American-made. Mm. 7 Eleven is Japanese. Oh, you did your research. Well, it's not, I'm just, it's not I figured Indian. that out over the years. <laughs> but also, 7 Eleven is so global. You go to Thailand, yeah. oh my God, you've never seen this many 7 Elevens mm. in your life. Mm. Every corner and in the middle of the street, mm. you will see a 7 Eleven. You yeah. go in a 7 Eleven and then go into another 7 Eleven. Two 7 Elevens connected. Yeah. There really is an internship program going on for young Indian men at 7 Eleven, though. We had one on our podcast. We had a, an honest to God 7 Eleven employee who was an illegal immigrant from India. Really? And, like, dude, the second he got here, like, 7 Eleven just hooked him up. They threw him one of those jerseys they wear as uniforms, mm. and he's ringing up black and miles dude well i mean the 7-eleven employees they go through it more than anybody uh, they're right in the middle of the hood they're getting tortured mm, by mm, these dudes yep, like people mm. are coming in every day trying to scam them trying mm. to rob trying to steal trying yep. to put, put a gun in their face empty out the cash register i mean those are the untold stories that we need to tap in and, with and they had to there was a controversy one right up here in north hollywood they were having to blare classical music to keep the bums away and they were like, they were, what's that shark song? That like kid song about baby the shark? shark? They, they were blaring baby shark to keep the homeless off the premises. Wow. Oh my God. Because <laughs> you're then a dad, you, you know how powerful yes, that song yes. is. <laughs> but then you get the f***ing, that, that would just make the guy, the clerk, start shooting everybody. <laughs> Fuck all. That's baby shark, come in here, I'm going to kill mother... <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. You're torturing the bums, but then meanwhile, the guy who works there is the one who's yeah, really got exactly. the psychological trauma yeah. going on. You ever have this moment where, just as long as we're mentioning kids, it's 9.30 p.m., the flight lands from Puerto Rico, and me, my girl, and my three-year-old daughter mm-hmm. are all shuffling along, trying to make it out of LAX, and my kid has not slept enough at this mm-hmm. point because she's not really sleeping on the flight and stuff. Mm-hmm. She, like, a three-year-old who hasn't got enough sleep is like a, a drunk, like a, like yeah, a yeah. wino. Like yeah. they're just saying the craziest yeah. shit the ever. Word. <laughs> just like, what the f-? Especially out of That's time. a whole different bit. My, I, my kid said something that kind of sounded like that word the other day. But <laughs> literally, as we're shuffling out, anybody who's left LAX in recent memory, there's a giant poster of a fucking monkey on the wall. It's like an ad for a zoo yeah. or some shit. And as I'm walking out with my kid, my kid says, Dad, I eat monkey poop. I ate monkey poop. And like a bunch of other people who are walking out with me yeah. are all make eye contact with yeah. me and they're laughing nah, yeah, yeah. because they're parents yeah, and they yeah, kind of understand right, right, right. that this is what kids do. They mm-hmm. say crazy shit. But it occurred to me in that moment, like, 
I might not always be so lucky. I got to teach my kid to stop talking about yeah, monkey poop. Yeah, there you know? comes an age where you where they're not three and they say I ate monkey poop, and if you don't curb it before that, they think like. Does this cat really? Is this dad really feeding his kid monkey shit? So you got to make sure that she understands. Where does that happen? Around like four or five? Yeah, and then also if people who don't have kids see you, they might think like, "What the fuck?" Mm -hmm. You know. I was thinking that. What if there was a L.A. Times journalist walking alongside us, and that's his big scoop? I'm gonna do an article and tell the world about this dude feeding his kid monkey poop. Just some single, thirty-nine, overeducated Berkeley woman who works for the L.A. Times. This is a pattern. Adam, twenty-two, does he feeds his kids? (laughs) (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of. Single women in Los Angeles, who you can tell, are probably like never going to have children and hate men. Mm. Just like walking, uh, like border collies on leashes. Mm. Really? Have you seen that type? Yeah, just like mm. the the liberal, overeducated woman who's single and has a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's not. Uh, that's mostly not a happy person. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure there are happy people with that, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, mostly you could be like. Hey, probably not a happy person. That's yeah. one of my favorite stereotypes to run across is just like a, a grown woman who's clearly prioritized her career mm-hmm. over f- forming any sort of relationship with a man, never mind having kids. Mm-hmm. And they're living vicariously. Well, they're basically, they've replaced the kids and everything with like watching Netflix, mm-hmm. maybe having some sort of like radical uh, compassion for Ukraine or Palestine yes. on yeah, Twitter. Right. Definitely slash Palestine. walking a unique dog around. Yes, like that, yes. that's their whole personality that they've decided to use instead of getting into a relationship and having kids. And you can see it in their face how unhappy this series of life choices yeah. has made them, uh-huh. but they're stuck. Yeah. And by the way, fun to watch Netflix and have a dog mm. and do whatever the fuck you want. That's fun. But you have 40 years left. Yeah. That is not fun. Yeah. You know, you're 40 and you are going to live till 85. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. They, and dude, like I. Hey, but you know what? More power to you. Yeah. It's just a skewed view of the world, that type of woman. I was just on a an onboarding call for a company, and there were a bunch of other influencers who were like, have this brand sponsorship. And they, like, the host is like just one of those chippers trying to not be offensive. Mm. Like, hey, everybody, mm. welcome on. We're going to go around, ask everybody what they like to do and how their January is going. This lady who's an astrologer gets on. She's like. Astrologist? Uh, uh, did I say astrologer? Astrologer. <laughs> Either way, I don't know what that is. Astrology. She, stars, I know. Oh, she's into astrology? Yes. The she, stars. And, and the... she gets on there. She's like, um, oh, hello. Um, I go by Ember. And um, this January, I'm just trying to come to terms with how awful of a place the world is right now and what we can do to correct it. And I just thought, what? Like, that's living in America in 2024. That's what you take away mm-hmm. from what's going on is that your life is miserable, mm-hmm. much worse than the generations prior. Yeah. And you can't enjoy the moment. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of incredible. Yeah. Just go to a grocery store and get, get a, something nice to eat. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. Hey, do that. Yes. Yeah. Don't, you're not, you're actually not miserable. Yeah. Choose, choose to not be miserable. Right. Yes. Go eat a f***ing Entenmann's. what <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about? Yeah. It's insane, dude. Hey, watch any movie you want yeah. without getting off the couch, yeah. without going to Blockbuster and being yep. like, oh, training day's gone. Just buy 100%. it off iTunes for two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Hey, get an acai bowl delivered yeah. by an Indian guy yeah. to your house, right? And then eat the fucking acai bowl. But yeah. I mean, the thing that's so offensive, and you hear people say this kind of shit all the time. I've heard girls say like, "I, I wouldn't want to have kids in twenty twenty four because the world is so up now." Literally, when my mom was a child seventy years ago, 
black people had to drink out of different water fountains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were going to be sent to Germany to fight in a well, not mm-hmm. 70 years ago, but you know, like yeah, a yeah, little, yeah. little bit About further that. than that. Every <laughs> generation you, you, goes through You're going to be sent yeah. to fight in some crazy fucking wars. That, yeah. I mean, this is like this, this painting of like modern times as if it's so bad. It's just fucking ridiculous. Dude, it's if you be, have it's any gonna, kind of understanding it's just of history. It's going to get better and better. Dude, yeah. there's going to be people in, 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 in 100 years ago, people get, the only thing that they're always going to be doing is getting sucked off and eating cupcakes and they're going to be like, oh, this world's going to shit. <laughs> dude, it's awesome. <laughs> it's only getting better and better, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, the cars are cool. The people are crazy but you know that you get a nicer nicer shit in your house if you have a house you have an apartment you fucking nice apartment you know you get a f- it's it, it you can make it you can make it everyone wants to be a victim so here's how it is right now we've never been more miserable and louis ck had the immortal bit on this we've never been more miserable that's true through polling that's how it is people perceive race relations the worst they've ever been economic status they perceive mm. it to be the worst it's ever mm. been in the 50s people always look back to as the glory day mm. people had less money this mm. is data we had mm. less money in the 50s in the leave it to beaver times but people felt richer because there was no basis for comparison mm. you saw your uh, fat neighbor who just yeah. got back from the chrysler plant that's all you know. You right. don't see Bryce Hall in Vegas <laughs> putting a million dollars down on a blackjack yeah, yeah, table yeah, yeah, yeah. with a smoking hot Argentinian shit next to him. That's so our perception is that we're poorer than ever, but it's not true. We're fucking richer than ever. Yeah. Wait, Louis uh, C.K. had a bit on that? Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Louis C.K. had a bit on that? He's got the best bit ever. Like, everything's amazing and everybody's oh, miserable. Oh, when he was on the couch with the Conan? Uh, he did it there. He did it there, but he, he actually does it in stand-up. Got it, got yeah, it, got it's, it. it's like, you're flying. Got, yeah, you're complaining yeah, yeah. about the Wi-Fi. You're right, sailing right, right. through the air. Yeah. yeah, which, by the way, I think Wi-Fi should f***ing always work on an airplane, but that's a different story. Yeah. Oh, my God. I spent $25 on two separate flights the mm-hmm. other day. Mm-hmm. So I had to spend $25 on the first flight mm-hmm. and then another $25 on the second flight. Yeah. Same airline, same plane. Yep. Oh, wow. I noticed because they gave me duct tape because there's like uh-huh. a, a divider in the first class section between me and my kids sitting right next to me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to keep the divider down so I could maintain a line of vision. Of course, yeah. So they bring me a and roll a duct tape so I can put the pieces and, wow. and keep the divider down. We get off of the plane. We go. We get some food. We get back on the plane for the second leg of the flight. I realize it's the exact same plane, and then I have to spend twenty five dollars again yeah, on Wi Fi. You do, yeah. bro. Everything is the same. I, I'm, I'm, I want to get somebody who works for me to dispute the charges. I don't really see myself sitting on the phone with them, but that's that's what they get you, dude. That's the game. Yeah, you're not going to argue it. That's yeah. the game, yeah. dude. That's yeah. I, yeah. What do you get? What do you do? You go like this. You go like this. It's the same plane. Oh, f- yeah, $25. Exactly. Because yeah. yeah. I'm going to get enough work. Even if I answer mm-hmm. like three emails, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. that's enough to justify mm-hmm. the $25. But yes. I'm still really offended. Mm. $25 is a lot for Wi-Fi. Yeah, it depends on a, how long the flight that's is. That's but a yeah. premium for Wi-Fi, my if friend. If you're taking two flights, that's that's f***ed up. $50 yeah. for the... Right? Yeah, that's a lot. But then in the layover, we went to Popeye's. And I'm pretty sure we spent like so you $50 saved some, there. So you saved some money there because you could have went to a nicer place. Yeah. So you save so much. So all in all, the Wi-Fi <laughs> and the food all equals what it should have equaled. Have you, you ever to been to nice Papado's? No, what's that? It's like a seafood place that you see down down south a lot. Uh-huh. And I saw it in the Dallas oh, airport. Sounds... And I've, I've never had it, but I've heard it referenced in yeah. all my rap song because uh-huh. it rhymes with some stuff. Yeah. And then I was thinking about getting it, but I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get the real version of whatever this tastes like here in the airport. Uh, Although the Popeye's was exactly the same as it used to Do was. you? Uh, yeah. You could just go there and be like, what are the rappers like? Yeah. <laughs> well, that is a good point. Yeah. Is, yeah, that'd be... 
That'd be a dangerous thing for you to utter. I will People say that. that was code for something. I, I will say that. What do rappers order here? Yeah. You ever had a rapper here? What do they order? Yeah. I, uh, Southern food. I mean, that sounds inedible. A Southern seafood franchise. I mean, we have Long John Silver's that I've proudly never set foot inside one. You never been there? Never had it. It's pretty all right. Never no, had it. Dude. I, I actually have never had Popeye's. Really? It's good. Yeah. It is. It is. I would never eat it unless I was like life threateningly hungover. But mm. it's pretty tasty. I'm sure it's good. It ha- it's supposed to be right. Like that, they engineer it to make it good. I don't. Uh, yeah, I I ate fried chicken recently from a fast food place. I never eat fast food except I do eat In and Out. But your, your um, spot's Dialogue Cafe, right? That's yeah. me. I love Wait, Dialogue. You too? Yeah, bro. Dialogue oh, Day. The you know breakfast like burritos are amazing. I uh, I think I saw you there once. I drove by you. Oh, there okay, once. cool. And I think you talked about it on I'm, your podcast. On pod, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Dialogue. He had a whole bit on here giving me shit about ordering coffee and burritos from Dialogue as well. I've never been there in person, so oh, I don't have it. I don't know what the vibe is. Uh, I cool. just Postmates. It's, it. it's nice. Yeah, it's an incredible I, vibe. It's, they have a, it's like the hottest chicks in the world. But the problem is the bathroom door. There's one bathroom. Yes. And I need bathroom access if I'm posting somewhere, dude. Because I piss a lot. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah. That's not why you don't like the bathroom situation. No, it's just they, yeah, well, they had a bathroom situation and they were fixing it, they, they said. And I was there. I, I mostly Postmates from it. I've been there a few times. But, um, and they were like, no, our bathroom is this and that. You have to go down. And I was like, oh, the bathroom situation is up. So I know it's yeah. up, but I don't know about the thing. Dude, for me, that's like, because I like to work on my computer and mm-hmm. I love to work at other places. It's sort of like why we like going to, to Equinox or to a yeah. gym. Uh-huh. You're there. You're in the mindset. I got to get a yeah. good workout. I can't go start jerking off midway yeah, 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 through yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. doing work at home. Right. But uh, I can't go to dialogue because the bathroom situation is a cluster mm. like my idea like i need a barnes and noble that'd be great you know usually uh, they have two stalls love working there because nobody's paying attention to you at all they're trying to sell books absolutely mm. and the, the, that's a dying business there's hardly a soul in the building they're happy to just have you there with your five dollar yeah, coffee yeah, yeah. even uh, if you're going to be there for six hours right yeah. that's a more profitable purchase than a book would be ucla mm. is the best spot to post up dude ucla's got a in the best bathrooms, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. That's where I. Feel. I don't care about the bathrooms at all. I will go piss or shit any bathroom <laughs> in the woods. I don't care, dude. I, I, man, that made me think of, dude. I've told this story on my podcast before, but uh, I, you know, I had the whole thing with Eminem. Like he wanted to do the song oh, yeah, and stuff, and so. About that, yeah. So he, I was in Detroit to do a show, and. Uh, they reached out. I don't remember how, but they were like, Eminem wants you to come by the studio and, and like say hi. So I was like, all right, cool. So we were on the way there. We were in the SUV, not the SUV, the, the what do you call it? The, the big Sprinter. Mercedes Sprinter, yeah. And bro, I, 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 I remember I had to pull over and shit in, the, in, in someone's yard <laughs> on the way to Eminem's because, because, bro, and it was so f***ed up too because, you know, it was one of those things where like you were, you were, you were, it was feeling like, huh, you know, you have the first initial where you're like, huh, you're like, nah, I can make it. And then immediately you're like, maybe I can't, you know? And, and I, and then immediately after those two moments, it went to, you know what? We need to stop right now. And I went and, and, and I said, hey, can you pull off? Because I got to, I got to go to the bathroom and, and I got to do it now. And the guy's like, sure. He goes, dude. And the guy's like, which way you want to go? I'm like, bro, don't ask me shit. I'm going <laughs> to shit myself. You know what I mean? I'm going to do anything but, anything but concentrate on not letting my anus open, like having a conversation with you. you this, this sprinter's fucked. Yeah. So, so, so I said, yeah, just you figure it out, you know? And then, and then uh, there's, there's right and left off of the freeway. R- right, there's... A hospital, okay? Left, there's 
I don't know because we don't know where we are, right? So he goes, right or left? And I don't hear him. And he goes, left. And I'm like, well, one thing's for sure. You know hospitals have toilets. Yeah. So I go like this, pull over. Like, there, you got to do this now. We don't, we're going to guess. We're, oh, call that. I'm going to shit. So, <laughs> so he pulls over. I open the thing. I run into somebody's yard. I run into somebody's yard. And it was like in Detroit, in the outskirts of Detroit. So Ooh. people had like property. Like it was like, it was a nice place. And yeah, I just squat down. My sister lives in the suburbs of Detroit. Shit. Might've been her lawn. Dude. It, I mean, when I left, I was like, they're going to think a mountain lion came by. And, <laughs> bro. And I got back in the sprinter and I fucking went and I met Eminem. And he has no idea that I took a shit in someone's yard before I met him. How much FaceTime you actually go though? A long time. We were probably there for an hour and a half. Just kicking it, talking yeah, about whatever? so cool. Any particular information you gleaned? Because keep in mind, I'm in the hip-hop world, and almost nobody, including like media professionals, mm -hmm. including like the poppin' rappers mm -hmm. from Detroit, almost nobody gets FaceTime with Eminem. He does not go out in public. He does not do anything. He, he, he likes comedians. He really likes comedians. He mm. likes, you know, when I did that thing, when I did the impression of him, and then he was like, he retweeted it, and then they wanted to put me on the song where he played me and I played him, which is fucking still crazy, by the way. Mm. Um, yeah, I showed up in the, in the uh, studio, and he saw me, and he started rapping my impression of him, and I was like, what a trip you know this shit like this life is crazy you yeah know? Wow. and he was doing it and then we sat he sat down we talked for an hour an hour and a half it was unbelievable man like i i, I was even i got to the point where i was like all right well i don't want to keep your time and they're like nah stay mm. so yeah we were and he was talking about you know rapping and how he came up and critics and how um and his tour life, like, I mean, we, we covered it all. It was and, crazy. And you shook his hand oh, yeah. without washing your hands. You had just been clutching your own ass cheeks, pulling them apart in a squat stance in somebody's yard, taking a shit. I don't think that's necessary. You know what? I don't that's know. That's how I'm seeing it. I don't know. And I hope I wash my hands. Right. Yep. But you might not have. And he's like a bit of a germaphobe, so I don't know. Yeah. might hit him even yeah. a little bit harder. But I'll tell you, I'll, tell, I'll, go, I'll go further. Bro, I, it was clean how I did it. Mm. Like, I don't, you don't, if somebody doesn't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom, I'm going to, I would put the trust in them. Like, all right, well, they were there and did the thing. They know if they have to wash their hands. I don't right. give a fuck. Yeah. I'm not a germ guy. Yeah. But like shitting is a different story, but sure. pissing, I don't give a fuck at all. My penis is clean oh, yeah. as shit. It's, I, I think it's dirtier to touch the faucet yeah, that might've been handled by the junkie who came yeah, into yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, I, mm -hmm. I wash my hands on the way into the bathroom in yep. case I touch something dirty and I don't want to put it on my. I'm very yeah. confident. The reverse is clean. Clock. Yeah. I'm not so confident in that. In reality, you. if you were to smell it or if we were to look at it under a microscope, I, I feel like probably not that clean. But in my head, I'm not really doing anything disgusting yeah, at all when I go to the bathroom. But I, I try to wash my hands, but quite frequently I don't. Yeah. yeah. If, if it's all touch-free, I'll do it. If not, I'm walking the fuck out. Sometimes I get guilted, though. Like, if there's if I'm stopped at a truck stop nah. and there, there's, like, a long-haul, like, 18-wheeler nah. driver kind of eyeing me, the pressure makes That's me, like— That's when I doubly don't do it. You got to get used to those situations where you look at somebody in the eye and you don't wash your hands and they know you don't wash your hands and you own that situation. Dude, maybe that's why Chris that's is fucking dominates the stage and I'm still throwing <laughs> on the back. I think helps. He's got that confidence. He wants somebody going to tell you he's a shit. Who gives a But you, Okay, what about when you're in an environment? Like I was just at the porn convention for a week. So like yeah. basic thing, you get to the convention at like 1 or 2 p.m. Mm. You're shaking hands and taking photos with people for like six hours. Yeah. 
And at a certain point, you've just got to accept your hand is now radioactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You cannot chew your fingernail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't put it in your eye. Right, right, anything. Right. This hand is useless until I encounter mm. a sink. I'm only going to use this. Or you find an enemy and you just put your hand in their mouth and they're like, I, 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 I have everything. And there's a lot of chicks I hate who would probably be done to have my fingers in their mouth <laughs> yeah, at the porn yeah, convention, so that was yeah. not a bad idea. But, I mean, that's like a weird moment for you to just be like, this hand does not belong to me yeah. anymore. This is like a yeah. rancid piece of shit that I want nothing mm. to do with, but I'm going to you know, put it with other people's hands. But no, and then I, I found some hand sanitizer, so I was actually yeah. using that. Well, yeah. well, the ironic thing is hand sanitizer is probably net worse for your health. Really? A bunch of stuff came out during oh. the pandemic. That, I mean, that shit, it's like, it's like toxic. It seeps through your skin. Oh. It does damage. Soap, I mean, obviously, like, germ theory proved yeah. that a doctor should wash his hands before delivering a baby. Mm. So I believe in washing your hands. But a lot of it, I feel like, too, is just in our head. Mm. Like, if we showered a quarter as much as we do and washed our hands and ate as much like would there be much of a difference in our health mm. I, I had like a three and a half days not showering streak going prior to this morning that's really what talking about yeah. dude i like that wow i've never done that monday afternoon took a shower in puerto rico tuesday flew all day wednesday worked on my computer all day totally forgot in the that jack I hadn't shack? showered in the jack shack hell yeah He's and then i took a, a shower shack. this morning i'm like that's Probably like one of the longest not showering streaks I've done in my entire wow. adult life. Yeah, at some point, like I don't want to pollute my sheets. I feel gross. That's what my bed. girl brought up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's not even. It's just uh, I don't feel like I really woke up. Mm. Uh, you know, you shower first thing. Yeah, mm, almost almost every single day. But um, I don't know what I was going to say after that. What time do you wake <laughs> up, Chris? You wake up at like three p.m. Don't no, you? I used to uh, do like noon but i'll do like i can do like 10 if i 10 30 if you wake up at 3 p.m with kids no yeah that's no, insane because your kid's about to go to bed no 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 i know at 3 although although my kids stay up later we we we, we, mm. we orchestrated we're like wait a minute we stay up late why can't we just we don't have to do it and that works yeah interesting Bro, what time's your kid wake up Honestly, sometimes they wake up at 10 really 10 30 yeah it's wow, gangster amazing. bro it's so good do they, go, do they go to school uh yeah well we don't do it on the school nights we try to put them to bed a little okay. earlier my kid yeah. will wake up at like five thirty or six in the morning no matter what that's, time they go yeah to bed. never happened really Not that for was us, me yeah. when I was a kid dude mm, that's pretty cool um okay Chris thank you so much dude thanks coming man. on I'm glad we got this I know we were trying to make it work for a while but yeah I'm happy yeah, to man. do it and uh Danny yeah man thank you that for was awesome dude adding your comedic stylings here I didn't add much of those that was mostly Chris but it was fucking I had to, talk to do him. the double vaginal conversation glad we got that out of the way it was good I'm glad I was a part of that honestly yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. you learned something new you probably never met anybody your whole life who had that kind of tale right I don't think so yeah or if they did they didn't share it no no anyone. they're not sharing yeah hmm. no. thanks guys well thanks Danny thank cool. you Chris thank you Chris and uh, I, w I don't think I mentioned it once, but I watched your, your special oh, last you did. night. And I spent $10 on it. <laughs> so, uh, you know. I would have sent it to you. Oh, no, that's fine. But, but I just want to say, you know, you can go check that out on his website yeah, if you want to see out. his latest comedic offerings. Yeah, check it out. You're working on another one? I have a whole new hour that I'm doing on the road. You can go chrislea.com, get tickets. I'm everywhere. So, yeah. See Chris Let's live, man. Yeah. It's a treat. Yeah, I, thank you, you. I saw you at the Laugh Factory. He, dude, he blew the club out, man. It was yeah, great. If, if you want to and die laughing for his entire oh, time. Oh, thanks, Come dude. On. I like it. It's a live medium, yeah, for sure. That's for sure. Uh, stand up. Uh, go see, go see stand-up live. Yeah. So. Let's go. Cool. Chris D'Elia, Danny Mullen, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, etc. Like, comment, subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. Bow.